The Film Stage Show Awards are brought to you by MUBI, the online streaming cinema. For your free 30-day trial, go to mubi.com slash filmstage. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to... The Film Stage Show Awards. Yes, it is that time. Welcome to the second ever Film Stage Show Awards. These awards, known colloquially as the Stages, are a panacea for an award season that prizes pomp and self-importance over what really matters in film. Thus, we bring to you the finest, most unimpeachable celebration of the art of cinema ever conceived by man. Today's ceremonies are attended by the absolute cream of the film world crop, we have Michael Snydell. Hello. I'm Bill honored Graham. to be here. <laughs> Hi. He stole and, my thunder. And a special guest this year, our benevolent Lord and Master, Jordan Raup. Thank you for having me, guys. Hell the yeah. most important episode of the year. You. We had to have you because I know Lord or Master. So. Yeah. And and I I forced you guys to um, also you know include my nomination so there was no choice <laughs> there really was no option if you didn't do this um, and of course I am your host the master of ceremonies Brian J Rowan for everyone who missed the build up to this moment allow me to fill you in we four created a list of categories that we felt would help us to truly honor the best cinema had to offer this year while also sticking a thumb in the eye of the coastal elites and the new world deep state shadow government that rules all other awards shows. We selected our nominees. Is it Jordan in New York? <laughs> yes, yes. I'm in D.C., right. I mean. All right. <laughs> so we selected the nominees and then left it up to you, the audience, to vote on the winners. And that's what we're here to do. We're here to, to rock out, celebrate these awards, and give you fine folks at home the greatest awards show experience of your lives. So get ready. Get ready to have some fun. Before we get into it, the usual stuff. Follow us on Twitter, at Film Stage Show. Facebook, The Film Stage Show. Give us a comment and a rating on iTunes. Email us, podcast at thefilmstage.com. And of course, you can become a patron of this fine podcast by going to patreon.com slash the film stage show. Couple of caveats before we begin. <laughs> I was going to say, I will have a, a giveaway of Lee Chang Dong's Burning coming up soon. Oh, yeah. Ooh. On Blu ray. So look forward to that. Yeah. Become a patron and you will be able to win that, that, uh, that film. Um, who is putting that out, Jordan? I, I, I'm just curious. Uh, well, go USA is. Okay. I, I don't know who they teamed with for the actual Blu-ray, but yes, they they did the theatrical release. I thought that might be a criterion, but I'm sure that will come. Oh out. no! Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The Film Stage Show Awards are brought to you by Mubi, the online streaming cinema, where every day. Their talented curators bring you a brand new film to enjoy. From their What is an Auteur series to their Berlinale Takeover to a series of one-off selections, Mubi offers you the widest range of foreign, independent, and all-around great cinema that you can watch anywhere, anyway. You have 30 days to watch every film, so that means you have a constantly rotating selection 
of 30 films to choose from. Some of their newest films include Barbara and The Blue Room from Matthew Almerick. Also, Sightseers from Ben Wheatley and Live Cargo from Logan Sandler. If you would like a free 30-day trial of movie, go to mubi.com slash filmstage. Again, that's mubi.com slash filmstage. And uh, so some things to say before we begin. All music cues are happening live. No one knows that they've won or not yet. Um, and we are all drinking. Woo! Yeah. Let's yeah. go around the let's go around the block and see what everyone's drinking. Michael Snydell, what are you drinking tonight? Wow, in my left hand I have the uh the left dregs, hand. the d- dregs of a uh, Glenlivet uh twelve years that I stole from my mom a few months ago. And then in my right hand I have uh the poet's oatmeal stout, which doesn't at all make me cringe when i say it out loud you are gonna throw up bill graham what are you drinking uh i'm drinking a martin house s'more stout it's uh imperial stout with graham crackers chocolate and marshmallows all right this uh film stage show awards brought to you by stouts when you want to drink your bread (laughs) jordan raup i have uh some knob creek going on all right and because I know that we uh, we can expense our drinks to the film stage show. I brought myself a fifth of John Walker Blue. That's nice. Jordan, I can send that $300 bill to you, right? Of course. Yes. You're going to cover that? Yeah, as long as I win the most uh, nominations. So, well, the most awards. I mean, we'll see. Who knows? This is a night when anything can happen. Speaking of... Uh-oh. The time has come. The official Film Stage Show Awards have begun. Before we give it our first award, in the tradition of all awards shows wanting to be as long as possible, we've added a new wrinkle this year. We'll be counting down our Patreon subscribers' top 17 films of the year, called from all of our Patreon members' top 10 lists. Want to give a special shout-out to Pierre for helping us out with this? Hell yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. Pierre. Good work. Like, so much work. More work than anyone should put into anything. <laughs> more work than we put into anything. <laughs> Any more work than y'all put into anything. This is a ridiculous show to produce Okay. <laughs> on my end. There's a lot that goes into this. I, I am blind to what goes on behind the scenes. <laughs> You're happier that way. You don't want to yes. know how the sausage is made. <laughs> so thank you, Pierre. And uh, to kick us off, number 17, Minding the Gap. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Nice. And now, get ready. Time has come. Our first award of the night, the Flight Award for Most On The Nose Music Cue. It's a little bit funny, this feeling And that, of course, is your song by Elton John, which is perhaps... The most on-the-nose song ever produced. All right, here we go. And the nominees 
for the flight award for the most on-the-nose music QR, The Cloverfield Paradox. Apparently the whole score. (laughs) Yes. Every song in the movie from Vice. Ashes, Deadpool 2. I Believe I'm Falling in Love, Black Klansman. And the winner of the flight award for the most on-the-nose music cue is every song in the movie from Vice. (laughs) Accepting this award will be Michael Snydell. This is Michael Snydell's first win of the night. Uh, Hello. I'd just like to thank you for giving an award to Vice, a movie that doesn't ever deserve any awards (laughs) because it's a massive turd. But I'm glad you were able to recognize that we knew it was a good idea to put a CCR song for a Vietnam montage. So thank you very much, and you're all suckers. (laughs) (laughs) Truly, who would have thought to put a CCR song over a Vietnam scene? Bananas. If we had had most on-the-nose visual metaphors, I feel like Vice would have swept that category, too. (laughs) All right. So that's our first award of the night. That means it's time for Patreon number 16. And that that award, that uh, that slot goes to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Nice. Yeah. Only 16. Huh. Yeah, it was a little low. I was shocked how low it was. We, I will say, you know, spoiler alert, uh, we have a very interesting list that comes from our Patreon subscribers. And so to all of you people who give us money <laughs> and <laughs> like talking to us for some reason... I want to say good on you. I like it. Yeah. You guys are classic. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now, the next one. The Is This Safe to Google Award for Most Porn Like Title. nominees for the is this safe to google award for most porn like title are a simple favor first man bandersnatch tomb raider and the winner of the is this safe to google award for most porn like title is bandersnatch (laughs) this nominee repped by jordan raup is first win of the (laughs) evening Thank you. Ever. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> it was also his first oh, ever, true. <laughs> well, Rookie just, Cinderella just, story. Yes, yes. <laughs> I would just like to thank everyone. I mean, this being a Netflix film, it was probably had to be Googled if you count the Netflix bar to search for it. So to <laughs> even to watch it. And uh, yeah, I guess this counts as a movie. I, I kind of went outside the box a little. But um, yeah, not a great actually experience i don't know did any of you guys do this no i'm i'm looking forward to doing it with my girlfriend so yeah it was mildly entertaining i couldn't on an apple tv yeah yeah it's it's unfortunate (laughs) it's unfortunate the interaction like requirements it it actually makes you do and yeah the fact that the apple tv won't let you do it is kind of like wait i have one of the most sophisticated set top (laughs) like like dvr things and I can't. It's like, oh, okay, sure. Then, I'll, I'll play this off a, my phone. <laughs> yeah. According to a news story, like last week, I guess Netflix is tracking everything you've done in it and will use it on you somehow. I don't know. Oh, yeah. So 
That's great. So, so that was, yeah. that's a really interesting threat that they put out. Yeah. Jordan, was... a really important question though is the return television or a movie? Oh, I mean, you beat me to it. We well, actually, I'm, I'm watching. I'm, in, I'm I'm seven hours into um, Berlin and or Alexander Plots right now, and so I'll have to tell you too with with that one too. But um, <laughs> I mean, The Leftovers is clearly three movies, right? I mean, <sighs> that that was last year, guys. Come on, let's move on. <laughs> Yes, as we continue an awards show that purely celebrates movies from last year. All right, Jordan's walking off the stage with his stagey award. An award that no one at home is allowed to know what it looks like. I still think it looks like a floppy drive from Triple Nine, let's be honest. <laughs> oh, it must. Or a that floppy disk, damn it, not floppy drive. <laughs> Patreon oh. number 15 is The Day After. Nice. Hong Sang yeah. snuck in there. Yeah. Hong Sang Snoop's Hong Sang Sim, and I have been drinking. Um, <laughs> this is only going to get worse, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, and the next is the Forrest Whitaker Award for the worst accent. Oh, yeah, sell some Joe Macaron. Yeah, Macaron. No, Chacaron, 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 Chacaron. That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Any chance to bring that back to people's consciousness? All right. And the nominees are Colin Farrell, Widows, Vigo Mortensen, Green Book, Claire Foy, First Man, Natalie Portman, Fox Lux. And the winner of the Forrest Whitaker Award for Worst Accent is Vigo Mortensen, Green Book. This also repped by Michael Snydell, taking home his second of the evening. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I thought I was Natalie Portman. Oh, well. Uh, I know. I, I really thought I had that in the bag, Mike. I'm sorry. Wait. Did it, now I'm nervous. Are you Natalie Portman? No, I'm Vigo Mortensen. It's my award. Give it to me. <laughs> yeah, Mike, Mike, did, Mike did Mortensen. I did Natalie Portman, but I really thought that was the, the winner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what can I say about Viggo Mortensen uh, in in a role that will be parodied for at least a decade, as every possible person does the worst possible New York uh, accent, dialect, whatever you'd like to kindly call the f- forget about it racist shtick we could do. So uh, yeah, thanks to Vigo. Um, you know, it, uh, you know, I, I, I'm just saying, I think Vigo should get back to, uh, full frontal nudity in his movies again. Uh, that's not in green book. So it tells you it's a bad movie. So I'm just mm-hmm. saying better movies when he's, uh, fully nude. So Vigo, do what your uh, heart says you should do. And Michael hopes that your heart is saying, Hey man, get naked on camera. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just speaking the truth about what movies are good and what movies are bad. And I'm just saying Cronenberg, Green Book. Cronenberg's better. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> All right. And that means that it's time for our Patreon 14. You were never really here. A movie okay. I still haven't come around to. Wait, come around to or come around on? 
come around on. Okay, I was about to say, didn't we podcast about that movie? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I, I saw it. Watch I it. Saw it. <laughs> All right, that means our next award, the Drive It Like You Stole It Award for Best Car Chase. And the nominees are American Animals, The Getaway, Revenge, The SUV Duel, Mission Impossible Fallout, The Paris Motorcycle Chase, Incredibles 2, The Motorcycle Train Chase, and the winner of the Drive It Like You Stole It award for Best Car Chase is... Mission Impossible Fallout. Yeah. Paris Chase. This is Jordan Raup's second win of the night. Thank you. Thank you. I think of this as uh, retribution for your guys' awful Fallout episode, which made me so sad. <laughs> first <laughs> of all, first of all, how dare you? It took me three days to piece that thing together. Oh, no, I know. I helped you. But that, uh, yeah, that was uh, that was just really depressing. Um, I love Fallout. It was my, it was in my uh, top 10 overall of the whole year. And uh, I've seen it many times since uh, initially watching it back in July. And yes, this uh, this motorcycle chase slash car chase is amazing. Um, they took over pretty much all Paris and they had like two hours to shoot almost all of it. And, uh, yeah, it's incredible. What else can I say? And the motorcycle didn't even work. And so they were just like, Oh shit, he's going to have to do it for real. Okay. I guess. (laughs) Jordan, when did you start accepting that Skydance money? I mean, come on. (laughs) Uh, for a while now. I mean, ever since they produced Mission Impossible films. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we're coming. And I love how I think the night that they announced they were having back to back movies, you guys were recording as it was happening. Yes. Because I'm recording. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I do have to say, I do slightly agree with you guys. I think it would be better to get a fresh voice in, but he clearly knows what he's doing. So I want. Bring it on. I want Shane Carruth's Mission Impossible movie. Exactly. Oh, Jesus. Johnny Toe, it needs to happen. <laughs> Uh, who else? Uh, John Hill. George, George Miller. Fuck yeah. George Miller. George Miller would be killer. Safety brothers. That's my pick. Oh, <laughs> sure. Okay. I mean, like, let's be real. Good time was basically ghost protocol, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number 13 from our Patreon subscribers. 24 frames. Hmm. That was my number one pick of the year. Oh, and I think so. I voted. I think they counted my votes in this poll because, I told them to add them if they wanted to. So oh, that's so probably why added, it's in there. So, so everything that you voted for was like a hundred points. Is that what you're uh, saying? Well, this one was number one, so I'm, I think I got it. I think I got ten. You think I you got, got it 10 in points. there? Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, all right, but I just didn't accept a speech, so I don't have to do another one. No, you don't. Uh, the No Peaceful Rest Award for Best Body Disposal. And the nominees are The Burning from Burning, Flowers from Annihilation, Exploding Humans in Bumblebee, The Plane Engine in Game Night. 
And the winner of the No Peaceful Rest Award for Best Body Disposal is Flowers Annihilation. This is Brian Rowan's first win of the night. Thank you. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. So happy to be here. So happy that I don't just get to host, but that I get to accept an award. An award that I had nothing to do with, as always. Mm. Um, I just am really glad that enough people saw Annihilation. Yeah, I was about to say. For, for it to win this. Yeah, it warms my heart, really. I, this was... um. This was one of those ones that was a little, like, back and forth. You know, there was a moment where I thought that we wouldn't win. And I'm just so glad that we did, because The Flowers is just a creepy, awesome, somehow amazingly beautiful thing to put in a movie. And I think in a world where people are fed to pigs, buried in shallow graves, and, uh, you know, otherwise disposed of in some really harsh ways, I think it's great to remind people that death is not... The end. It's only the beginning. You, uh, you, we all one day will be flowers. So this one goes out to the flowers. Nice. Fuck um, yeah, flowers. Brian, what is the best vegetation death type sequence? This or the fountain? They're very similar. <laughs> um, <laughs> I will say that. Or I apostle, do, Brian. <laughs> I do think, um, uh, let me take a drink and think about it. I did not know I was going to get this question. <laughs> didn't even know that people accepting awards could uh, be given questions. Um, <laughs> so I honestly think it might be this one because of its kind of slow burn. Like you, you kind of get an idea of what's coming and she accepts it. Whereas in the mm-hmm, fountain, mm-hmm. it seems more like a mortal punishment. Uh, that was a great off the cuff answer. Great. Yeah. Thank you. That's uh that's bullet rye whiskey. When you need to take a second to think of an answer to a question that you were not aware you were going to be given. <laughs> Would you say it's a grower, Brian? No, boy. I am moving on so quickly from that question because I can think of no good way to answer it. All right. I want to give a special honors. We do this every year. Uh, Well, we did this the last time we did this anyway. Uh, So the special honors for the No Peaceful Rest for the Body Disposal uh, goes to the dusting in Avengers Infinity War for sheer scale and efficiency. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I was surprised that no one chose that, uh, but I'm glad that we were able to give these these lesser. You know, we're not here to to give an award to a movie that already made two hundred billion dollars. You know, we want to give it to the uh, the smaller films that show us some ways to get rid of bodies. Sure, sure, sure. All right, number twelve on our Patreon list: Black Klansman. Mm. All right, mm. now the time has come. The Diamond in the Rough Award. Yes. For the best thing in a bad movie. Before I announce the nominees, did the song choice make someone drop their glass? Well, I was thinking, like, there's also diamonds. So you could have picked those two <laughs> Look, from Rihanna. <laughs> Rihanna gave me a lot of options for this. <laughs> I decided on Love and Hope's place. Like, not S&M? That doesn't, that doesn't fit? That doesn't quite fit. If we, uh, <laughs> next year when we, I feel like every year we're going to add more awards to this awards show. And I think that, that uh, most uncomfortable sex scene would be a good one. <laughs> <laughs> so if that happens... If we hear an uproar, like, 
that's one of the ones that we're going to give out during the commercial break and you can like live stream it on uh, Instagram. But if you'd like it to be included next year, <laughs> tweet at us and we'll make sure to do it. It's still a history of violence like 10 plus years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say the piano teacher, but sure. <clears throat> anyway, <clears throat> and the nominees are Sterling K. Brown in Predator, Tom Hardy in Venom, Elizabeth Debicki in The Cloverfield Paradox, and Dakota Johnson in Suspiria. And the winner of the Diamond in the Rough Award for the best thing in a bad movie is Tom Hardy in Venom. Yeah! This Woo! is Bill Graham's first win of the night. That's it. I'm good. You're just going <laughs> to... <laughs> Thank <feel> you! Like... <laughs> That's it! That's like you Joe Pesci's all, speech that he gave. <laughs> There's so many good Venom quotes that you're not going to pull, Bill. Come on. <laughs> Uh no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm gonna I'm gonna take this and quietly go back to my seat. I, I never Ooh. saw Venom, but this win is really trying to you know give me give me to add it. it to the you queue. Should, you should see it. I feel oh, like uh, that's the point. Like we we talked about this once. Like the the award shows being pointless and meaningless. But like I pointed out that um after the Oscars, like Letterboxd showed like their top watched movies the following month, and most of them were Oscar winners. Oh yeah, for so sure. like. That's that's what we're here for. You know, we're celebrating. Not enough people saw Venom. They only yep. committed to one sequel, not a whole Marvel <laughs> Universe style franchise. Wait, did they really? They committed to a sequel, yeah, didn't they? <laughs> yes, they did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, no, no. I'm, this I movie am. made like eight hundred million dollars. So But I, I believe the director is not returning. So Bill just walks up on no stage. No one will notice. Exactly. Bill walks up on stage, gives the finger to the audience throws down a piece of paper that has written on it how much Venom made, and then just walks off. See you in Venom 2, bitches. I'm back. I'm back. I look forward to getting this award in two years, assholes. <laughs> All right, that brings us to number 11 on our Patreon subscribers top 17. The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Great film. Another awful podcast. Wait a second. <laughs> Now, this is weird, because I didn't come here thinking I'd have to defend the podcast that I produce and host. This is the, this is every year I get to come on and then... And, and then just and shit just, all over the podcast. Yeah, well, I'll find That I'll, you I'll, publish. I will I will tell you the great ones and when uh, when you pick some, so... I still, I still tell Kanye people... Kanye of this award show. <laughs> That's right, we should have a Kanye moment at some point in this award show. <laughs> Just put that put that up top like a gun in the first act. Since we have like eleven more of these to go. Um what was I gonna say? Uh I love to tell people the story that the only piece of feedback, Jordan, that you have ever actually given me on this podcast <laughs> was after we did our Hobbit episode. And you, you said You said like this is the one that you cursed too much in. <laughs> you you know, you were still making eloquent points, but you can never curse that much again. <laughs> and then a Pixar movie happened. <laughs> and he's like, all right, I, fuck, I, I already I said I was upset that you guys were covering The Hobbit in the first place. And so I just had to find something to latch on to. Yeah, uh, I was not happy about that either. Um, yeah. That's one of those things that, like, if we ever do an awards show about the film stage show, 
like <laughs> we're gonna have to create an award just for the hobbit episode oh my god all right our next award is the own Griffud award for worst hero i can And the nominees are Dan Stevens in Apostle, Ty Sheridan in Ready Player One, Han Solo, played by Alden Ehrenreich in Solo, A Star Wars Story, and the brothers from Endless. And the winner of the Owen Griffud Award for Worst Hero is Ty Sheridan, Ready Player One. This, this one, uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. third yeah. win of the night. Yes, yes. Now, this one actually hurt a little bit because I do love Ty Sheridan in general. Anyone that, you know, starting the Tree of Life gets a lifetime pass. But <laughs> yes, no. I mean, I understand this character is meant to be kind of an audience cipher and very one note and blank and nothing going on. But I just, this movie and this character in particular uh, is just, was just bland, so bland. And there's this He's kind of. He's into the 80s, though. Oh, oh my God. Oh. He's oh, so into the eighties. Wow. The uh the praise for this film, there seems to be like I, it wasn't that bad actually, kinda of coming around now as people look back at the year. And that I happens cannot, like faster and faster. I know. Year. I like, can't took... get on board. This this is I, I would like defend nineteen forty one over this film in terms of Steven Spielberg's worst movie. there's just nothing I, I hated this script so much and yeah, sorry. All right. I um like, But Jordan, took... what if it's bad on purpose? Oh, oh no. my god. <laughs> What if that's meant to like reflect the themes of the movie? What if we're supposed the, the, to hate these people because they suck and their likes suck? <laughs> the biggest, um, you know, positive thing that people have said about it that I can somewhat agree with is that, you know, Steven Spielberg makes like this insane kind of universe somewhat coherent. But the praise is almost like it, it was awful, but another director would have made it worse. And that's I can't get behind that. So Yeah, I can't. I think that uh, another director might have made it better by making it worse, honestly. <laughs> Yes. And also, Steven Spielberg seemed to have, I mean, we're not going to relitigate Ready Player One, um, but Steven Spielberg seemed to have lost all confidence in the audience that he was making the movie for in the moment when he shows the guy and then shows the computer screen that shows that the guy is not in his (laughs) office, but is still in like the fake world. And then has a character come over and say, wow, so he's still in the fake world. And it's just like, come on, Steven. There's so many lines like that. I, I just, yeah, I can't. I can't. Steven's like, this is a dumb movie. Dumb people will want to see this. I must be dumb. (laughs) <laughs> i quietly disagree but because you think it sucks on purpose no i think it's like a c plus <laughs> oh that's no, no, that's high. not even close to being true all right uh bullet rye whiskey when you need to take a sip to put a punctuation mark on the thing that you said about someone all right number 10 from our patreon subscribers the rider Nice, fantastic movie. I am. Um, yeah. I still need to see that. Yeah, and I'm so happy that Chloe Zhao is making a real movie next uh, before Marvel. Uh, oh, before I was Marvel. about to say, you mean a Marvel movie? <laughs> no, no. She, she secretly shot a Frances McDormand film for Fox Searchlight that is uh, coming out probably by the end of the year. Oh, so she pulled a Lowry. 
Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess it's not secret in the sense that they announced when the production began, but no one knew she was making it beforehand, really. So, yeah, uh, yeah, Nomad Land, I believe it's called, something like that. Interesting. All right, <clears throat> our next award, the Punchable Face Award for most annoying character. A reminder, if you don't remember from the last time that we did this awards show, that song is picked because it is annoying as shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was about to ask. You know what's funny, Mike? I think that you literally said those exact words the last time. We That's did why it's great to do these every two years, because then you forget everything that happened. <laughs> I well, be... I, I could forget in the week, so. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. Bill Graham, the goldfish. Um... Yeah, no, that's no, just We need song. to gaslight our listeners to make them think that we did it last year. Right, right, we right. Totally <laughs> did it last year. This is year. the annual stages, guys. Annual yes, stages. Third annual stages. <laughs> you know what's funny? You know, we're we're all we're having fun here. Um, I don't mind giving a peek behind the curtain. I'm recycling the script from the first year because it went so well. And it had all the music choices <laughs> and everything, and I've changed some. And I was like, Cake by the Ocean. That was an annoying song back then. But must there must be a new, more annoying song. And I legitimately could not think of one. Um, Anything by Imagine Dragons. <laughs> yeah, I almost did Believer. Yeah, okay. Aww. I was actually, there was a part of me, just to, because like Believer showed up in like every movie trailer for like three years. Mm-hmm. I was just going to play it for everyone. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> Just constantly start it with the like cry, and then you make me a believer. Um, also, when rewriting this script, I had to delete every instance of the word "annual." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I'm gonna take a drink of whiskey, and then I'll tell you the yeah, nominees. That, that doesn't help with the gaslighting aspect, but sure. <laughs> is it biannual? Is that the right term? Bi-annual? No, that's not right. <clears throat> what is it every to, other year? What is it? Is it semi-annual? Yeah, we'll go with that. Semi-annual, right? Because it's almost annual. <laughs> yeah, biannual I think means twice a year. But that's one of those things that like pedantic assholes will be like. Well, actually, they both mean the same thing, like flammable and inflammable. Anyway, bi- um, biannuals every two years. Biannual is every two years. No, biennial. So this is bi-annual. the biennial. <laughs> film stage that makes that sounds so much cooler guys that is that is some yeah. hipster cred right there i was about to say like <laughs> i want to commit to doing this actually again next year but the fact that i won't be able to call it biennial makes me want to not do it again next year <laughs> but anyway <clears throat> the once biennial <laughs> the semi biennial <laughs> all right all right we're having fun but we gotta we gotta we gotta show here um the producers are tearing their hair out <clears throat> we need to please ABC. Yeah, ABC. There's a there's a suit being like we've got a Bud Light commercial that needs to play. <clears throat> the punchable the nominees for the punchable face award for most annoying character are Mr. Curry, Paddington Two, Cactus Bill, Mute, Parzival, Ready Player One. <laughs> Sweeping nominations. The entire cast of Vice. And the winner of the Punchable Face Award for Most Annoying Character is 
the entire cast oh, of Vice. Oh, man, Michael, you're really killing it with this, this <laughs> sweeping <laughs> categorization. This, this entire cast bullshit <laughs> yeah. is... Uh, I was about to say, this is Michael Snydell's third win of the night. This is Vice's second win, simply by acknowledging that Vice is fucking garbage. Vice sweeps the stages. <laughs> Anytime that you just say every goddamn thing in Vice for something bad, it wins. I, it's it's a little bit cheating, but I, I just, you know, you really a have little. to spread, you have to spread out the blame for all of the badness in, in Vice. You, you know, you got you got uh, Christian Bale doing his twitchy method actor bullshit as Chaney, and then you have Steve Carell still playing Michael Scott just as a politician, <laughs> as Rumsfeld. And then you have Amy Adams, who literally recites Macbeth monologues. <laughs> to say. As, as if that's some wonderful thing. And then you have a bunch of other character actors who you're wondering, uh, what, what are you doing here? Including Alfred Molina, who has a menu of... T- t- Torture options, I, I believe. I don't know. Vice, Vice was a long time ago. I think uh, on uh, the Blu-ray for Vice, if you go to the chapter selection, it says a menu of torture options. <laughs> Did oh you God. buy the Vice Blu-ray, Brian? Yeah, just it to make not- that joke. Uh, <laughs> I have to give you guys credit because you guys, uh, your hatred of Vice made me not want to see it. So, sweet. Wait, you didn't see it? No, I still haven't. It's in the last twenty years. I have only not seen two Best Picture nominees, and. This one, and then I never saw The Darkest Hour, because why? I actually, I heard enough good things about The Darkest Hour. The Darkest Hour, that's the one with The Darkest Hour. It's not The Darkest Hour. (laughs) Sorry, fine. (laughs) There was a The Darkest Hours or something. Yes, right. Yeah. Wait, there's Darkest Hour, (laughs) which is the one about the aliens in Moscow, right? No, The Darkest Hours. That is The Darkest Hour. Our hours, is it? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, we're pausing the film stage show wars to figure this out. Because there's there's Darkest Hour. Yeah, no, darkest no. the hour. Gary darkest Oldman hour. one. Okay, yes. Yeah. Darkest Hour and then The Darkest Hour, 2011, Emil Hirsch, alien sci-fi film. Yes, and then there's Finest Hours, right? That's yes. the one about the... Shipping, uh, that's the Coast Guard one. Coast Guard, (laughs) that's the one I kind of recommended the other episode. (laughs) What's the what's the one about the British people like tricking the Nazis? Tricking, what do you mean, tricking? It had Gemma Arterton in it, right? Oh, yeah, that's um. That was the Dun- the movie also about Dunkirk that came oh, out the, the same year the, as Dunkirk. Their their finest. That's their finest. Yeah. Okay. That one's really good. Yeah. The finest? No. They're their their finest. finest. Yeah. Yeah. Gemma Arterton, uh, an actress that I love, and I just wish she would make better movies. Um, <laughs> so glad that we took the time to figure that shit out. Um, <laughs> Michael Snydell, have you given your acceptance speech yet? Yes. Yeah. 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 That's done. I- yeah, Vice is bad. That, I'm curious. Let's, let's move on. So you've won two awards by just saying Vice in general. <laughs> if, you, if you had to choose the worst character, like the most punchable face character in Vice, who would it be? Yeah, choose somebody. I, I think it's I think it's probably Bale because I think that there is such a level of effort and ego in his Oscar performance. nominee. 
Christian Bale, you're saying? Yeah. Okay. And then I, I think it's deeply uninteresting. I generally, I, I find Bale's method performances way less interesting. Or like a method um, – Method performances of like great men far less interesting than some of his weirder weirder stuff. Like, give me the machinist bail or the fighter bail, like method actor version of that over Cheney any day. Like, that's uh, I I want to see Bale as wiry. I don't want to see him as like very deliberate. Wait, yeah. Wait a second. So you brought up the machinist and the fighter against like Mm -hmm. Vice. So you just like it when he's starved, not when he's overfed. (laughs) Yeah, let's 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 go with that. But that. There's nothing wrong with that. That is just your metric. No, but right. that, but those performances have like a sense of a sense of presence that doesn't feel like uh like um yeah, it, it doesn't feel like preconceived. It doesn't feel like it's it, it's playing on what it should be. Like that's the problem that generally bothers me so much about Vice is I feel like it's at once trying to be clever, but also very much trying to like fit into the square peg of a prestige film. Gotcha. All right. <clears throat> now is the time for our Patreon number nine, Annihilation. Woo! Nice. Hell yeah! A fantastic. Episode. I was on that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because Michael never saw it? No, he didn't see no. it yet. I, I saw it later. No, he didn't yeah. like it that much. I, I was on vacation, but yeah, then I came back and actually didn't like it much. <laughs> All right. Moving on. You know, it's, it's a pretty good music video at the end, but whatever. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> Listen to the episode. That doesn't have Michael on it. All right. When I take showers, I sing along to the uh, the score for Annihilation, and I just go... Excellent. I should make a note that I am a quarter of the way through my pint of whiskey. <laughs> yeah, God. So let, let me recommend. Let, let me recommend some uh, Chemical Brothers uh, albums to you from the '90s, and then, and then you'll see exactly what the end of Annihilation is like. Now, sometimes I just like to, you know, light a candle, stand in the middle of my bedroom, and just listen to Prodigy and punch nothing. <laughs> You're a real fire starter, Brian. I am a wicked fire starter. Anyway, <clears throat> I'm also going to keep us on track. The Robin Williams Memorial Award for Best Actor Playing Against Type. And the nominees are John Krasinski, A Quiet Place, Robert Pattinson, Damsel, Chris Hemsworth, Bad Times at the El Royale, Melissa McCarthy, Can You Ever Forgive Me, and the winner of the Robin Williams Memorial Award for Best Actor Playing Against Type is Melissa McCarthy, Can You Ever Forgive Me. Wow. This is Michael Snydell's fourth win of the night. Michael, you sound terrified that you've just won again. I think I won like twice last time, partly because I did not pick reasonable choices whatsoever. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, For many reasons. Um, You've clearly learned how to game the system by just saying, hey, everyone, (laughs) Vice sucks. Yeah, yeah. 
I didn't think this was such a popular thing, especially after the comments that I got on my review, which were I will say, not in the least confusing. <laughs> I will say, so for your Punchable Face Award, you won almost 50% of the vote. <laughs> and, and well, the, no, the music cue was actually, oh no, for the music cue, you won 57.9% of the vote. Wow. This is great. <laughs> I'm totally cool with this. I, um, this might be a fun moment to just mention that I think looking at everything that the the one that won the most handily is the is this safe to google award jordan you Thank got you. literally you. three quarters of the vote for Snatch. Yes. <laughs> okay the word snatch is in yes. it there was like, no other option for me well that's <sighs> the problem you know it's just like twin peaks the return you took something that is not technically a movie and decided to treat it like a movie but you won it's so it's at least feature length it's yeah. a video game. Come on. <laughs> that's, uh, that, that's, that, that's, that's definitely a movie more than the other thing, but we can, we can quietly move on. Or, <laughs> no, or loudly, we won't quietly loudly move on. We'll loudly disagree. move on. Yeah. Okay, I am so, a half anyway. cup of whiskey in. I'm going to make all the noise I want. <laughs> so anyway, we, we never talked about Can You Ever Forgive Me? So I'll just give it – I'll give it its brief props. Uh, I think it was on my um, – Honorable mentions. Uh, Can you forgive me? Is weirdly a really good biopic uh, of uh, Lee Israel. Uh, Melissa McCarthy has. Why is that? Uh, weird? No, I'm sorry. Why is that weird? Uh, wh- why is it like against type for her? No. Why is it weirdly good? Well, it's there's been so many bad biopics lately that it's it's really nice to see one that seems to put the character first and doesn't seem to be going through the motions in terms of the uh, narrative. Melissa McCarthy, unfortunately, like uh, her and her husband, you know, they seem like a wonderful couple. But Jesus Christ, Ben Falcone cannot make movies. I was about to say, Ben Falcone. He really can't. They were great together Um, in Bridesmaids, but they should only ever be like castmates and he should not direct. I agreed. Like they seem like a wonderful couple. Most McCarthy seems wonderful. Uh, she's she's just great in this movie. Like it just doesn't feel like she's uh, she's constantly trying to get those laugh lines. Uh, and and I, I love the way that this movie especially puts her in a vice for so long. Um, I, I've heard some people call it. The last thing I'll say is I've heard some people call it like TV level filmmaking. No boo. <laughs> And, and and I I very much disagree with that. I, I think there's a lot of really smart touches in both the script, which is either co-written or written by Nicole Hollow Center, uh, and Mario Heller, who's just like who does a lot of um, doesn't go for any easy character moments with uh, Melissa McCarthy. So like I I really hope people will check that one out more. I feel like it's kind of gotten lost a little bit, and finally like. The conversation be damned on social media. I'm honestly really excited that Richard E. Grant is just uh, – he's just over the moon about being invited to all the awards things and starstruck around everyone. And it's like – it's the best uh, award success story I've heard in uh, in a moment. So honestly, good for them and I hope more people check that movie out. It's good. Yeah, I um, I still have the screener. Uh, I think I was supposed okay. to destroy it by now, so maybe I'm I'm gonna. <laughs> and then get, they're like, not releasing it on Blu-ray, which is insane. Yeah, it looks Fox. pretty nice. Yeah, <sighs> Jordan, so... you like that one? I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it's just so well done. I'm like so, every scene. Just, I'm so over me. this whole like yeah. not releasing it on Blu-ray thing that places are doing. Like you know, 
Yes. What the shit, yeah. guys? Come on. Shoplifters, another one not released on Blu-ray. Crazy. What was the... There was... This is my... This is me, like, again, uh, now three-fourths of a way into a cup of whiskey. My whole, like, brain working in this way. What was There was a movie that was, like, just egregious in the last two years that they were like well it's not going to go on blu-ray and it was like visually stunning well one wonderstruck was a big one but i don't know yeah that might did be first one. did they first eventually reform did come to blu-ray no, first, yeah first reform did yeah okay i'm not sure what i'm thinking of yeah wonderstruck was uh it's a major cinematographer on that one isn't it isn't it um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh not kind Ad- of Ad- uh, yes yes Ad- yeah, yeah. But yeah, Can You Ever Forgive Me is great. And she, I can't believe that because she keeps doing these kind of biopics. Like her next film is um, the Tom Hanks film with about Mr. Rogers. And I'm oh, like, oh, yeah. I, like, I thought you was were going to say director, it was about Tom Hanks, which would have yeah. been. Well, it kind of. I mean, he is, you know, the sure. perfectly cast. But yeah, it, it, the, her her doing the script and then uh, writing it makes me vaguely interested. So hopefully it's good. We'll see. Right. Yeah. I, I will say Diary of Teenage uh, Diary of a Teenage Girl too is uh is a messy but very interesting debut as well. Yes, yes. All right. Um number eight for our Patreon subscribers. Leave no trace. Yes. Can I should I review the episode too or yeah, tell us what you thought of that episode. <laughs> Great. It was fantastic. It warmed turn, my heart. I want you to give us a review of our episodes for every single yes, one that happens from now on. Please. Okay. Okay. I will. Yeah. I will. It's too bad um, there's yeah. not like a Manchester by the sea this year where you can be like, Brian, you really need to keep your personal shit to yourself. No, no. Or Mandy. It was, yeah. I, I, I will not name a few in the past, but we can talk later. <laughs> Didn't you hate our Mandy review, Jordan? <laughs> well, there's there's a lot that I movies I love, and then you'll review them like 10, 11 months later, and then you'll like just shit all over them, and I'll be like, hmm, maybe I should rewatch it, or you know, right, maybe like you second- were under like the festival fever type of thing. Yeah, Jeez. I try not. I try best as I can. I take a lot of drugs to to go against that and and really put myself in the right state of mind. But uh, no, I'm just oh. no, no, I'm just. Um, <laughs> When but, I went to the Toronto International Film Festival, I drank a lot of uh, domestic Canadian beer, and um, <laughs> so I know how that goes. Yeah, no, um, yeah. There, there's uh, what was the movie? There was a movie recently where I'm like, Brian will hate this movie, but um, her smell. Was it her smell? No, I think there's another one. I have to, I have to think of it. But anyways, well, if you wondering. think of it, just no matter what's happening in this award show, please break in and just yell it at me. Um, anyway. The next award. Oh, oh, sorry. I know what it was. The Souvenir. Yes. Oh. Which, oh, which I'm excited for that I one. I loved so much. And while I was watching, I was like, man, when Brian interviews this episode or reviews <laughs> this movie in 10 months, <laughs> I feel like he's just, <laughs> just going to shit on this movie. I, uh, I thought it was supposed to be like scary and, and good. No, no. Souvenir is not scary at all. No. What am I thinking? It's, it's like a drama. It's, uh, I don't know. But yeah, right, it comes well, out in May. So that'll be we'll, interesting. We'll all right that's the one that um david ehrlich said it made him shit his parents yeah like a week yeah. later <laughs> anyway that's dumb twitter shit let's move that's on a, yeah let's move on let me get back in my uh, awards announcer voice the collective swoon award for best smile Lots of smiling smiles Your sweet pink mouth goes 
both north and south and just smile. And the nominees are... Wait, is that George Tambor? Yeah, that's from Arrested Development. It is? <laughs> okay, all right. all right, all right, all right, all right, let's keep going. Huh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to explain everything behind that. <clears throat> and the nominees are Kim Min-hee, Claire's Camera, Kiri, Mind the Gap. Did I, did I do the name right? Minding. Minding the Gap, yes. Oh, I wrote it down wrong. So I got the person's name right, but I got the <laughs> name of the... <laughs> The easiest thing to search and find. Yeah, I know. You know? I totally fucked that up. <clears throat> Henry Golding, Crazy Rich Asians, Paddington, Paddington 2. And the winner of the Collective Swoon Award for Best Smile is Paddington from yeah. Paddington Ooh. 2. Wow. This is Bill Graham's second award of the night. It's a comeback, baby. Let's do this. Dude, okay, wait a second. Do you want to know how much of a comeback this was? This wasn't winning yesterday. <laughs> wow. This came back. I was literally writing My the script furry, today. My furry friend. I was writing the script today, and I had to, like, triple check, because I was like, that was not even close two days ago. <laughs> what was second place? Second place, uh, okay, so... No, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, okay. Let's, yeah, let's give Bill his moment in the sun first before we go. <laughs> we, I feel like mine was close. Come we on. Don't, we don't, we don't talk about this. <laughs> we don't talk about second place. Okay, okay. Bill's going to get halfway through his speech, and I'm going to be like, actually, it was won by uh, Mining the Gap. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, uh, I, I don't have much to say here, except uh, Paddington is delightful. Ben Wishaw, um, God bless his heart. And uh, yeah, Paddington 2 is delightful. Maybe not as delightful as Paddington 1, but still damn good. And yeah, makes you, uh, you just, you just want to see that furry motherfucker smile for sure. <laughs> What's weird, is not to shit on your choice, Bill, at all, but I feel like he, like, does he smile? I, I like, it's more about like, no, the... he, he doesn't smile often. Okay. That's, 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 that's what I was thinking. Okay. That's the point. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't crazy. I, I just want to say it was really funny, too. I can remember being at a site and, and writing the news about Paddington when the trailer was first coming out. And everybody's joke was about him as a stalker. Like, <laughs> there was not a single person who had a had a belief that Paddington was going to be a, the first Paddington was going to be a good movie. So it's just really funny that he has had such a turnaround in the public eye. <laughs> I just like I'm I'm waiting for my daughter to get like a touch older mm-hmm. because she'll like watch The Incredibles. She loves Sean the Sheep. I I like I have tried so hard and so many what times to Alita? get her to be into Paddington. <laughs> They're coming out with the uh, Paddington Children's Show and then the animated one. Do you see? Yeah, and so like so, yeah, I it's think, cute. right? I think that because when I was a little kid, I loved Paddington. I have like a 1980 or something, uh, Paddington, like stuffed animal from Macy's. Like I need her to be into Paddington, <laughs> but like the movies are just like, she's two in like seven months. So I just need oh, her to be yeah. a little bit older to like truly understand like what Paddington's all about and why Paddington's awesome. So I'm looking forward to that. So two in eight months is what you're saying. That's the magic number. Yes. I mean, I literally, when it was on Netflix, I don't even know if it is anymore. I literally showed her Paddington. Like, I would force her to sit down. (laughs) 
Scott Blake We're watching style. Paddington because I want to hear the, the Bears say London and the Explorers say, now say, Stratford-Pon-Avon. <laughs> Did that go over better than Deadwood then? She, okay, <laughs> this is crazy. She, I think there's something about the musicality of David Milch's writing that she is like entranced by Deadwood. But now that she's entered her like full on speaking phase, I can never watch that around her again. Mm-hmm. Her first word wasn't like cocksucker or anything. No, that was the joke. Uh, but it, like, you know, she's speaking in like sometimes full sentences now. Okay. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, I, like I used to watch Deadwood with her when she was like a child. Like, well, I keep saying that, but she's like literally two and seven or eight months. But like when she was a full on baby and couldn't move, Infant. we would watch Deadwood and she would stare at the screen and like seem to be like into the rhythm of the speaking. And I was like, yeah, right. Because it's like a patter. It's like a musicality. But now I can't do that because, like, she watches Team Umizumi and sings along. And I can only imagine what would happen if we watched Deadwood together. Does she know about Baby Shark? She doesn't. I am still shocked at how Baby Shark has, like, taken over the culture, considering that, like, I went to summer camps and Baby Shark was a thing. And I thought it was dumb then. I, I have heard about this, though. Isn't it, like, Taiwanese or something, though? The the one that went viral is, like, a... Uh, it's like an Eastern country in Asia, right? I have no, no idea. idea. No, I, I thought that the thing that went viral, though, was not an American video. I mean, it definitely seems like it's not uh, American produced, but yeah. Okay. Right. We, we don't we don't have to go down curious. this route. No, we have to know. <laughs> we can totally baby go down shark. this route. <laughs> I will say that the, the, we've only been recording for like uh, a little under an hour. So like we yeah, still, we got time. Well. We can take tangents. Um, actually, now that I see that we're only we're it's seven away from the fong. end, maybe yeah. we should they, move faster. Yes, yeah, so um, South Korea came from. Interesting. Okay, see, I wasn't crazy. My dad, you're never crazy. Anyway, you're just sometimes <laughs> wrong. on. Number what on Slack? <clears throat> Our Patreon uh, number seven, Mission Impossible Fallout. Ooh. You already know what I think. You already know. (laughs) Great, great movie. (laughs) Yeah, Bill, you were my only uh, defense force on that episode. Thank you. Josh kind of liked it. Like, he was more positive than Brian. That's true. Brian and me. Thinking back on that movie, and this is something that the fans at home don't know, it was like, so we had a cat. Well, we we still have the cat. The cat's just a little bit better now. That cat literally killed my computer. (laughs) The cat sat on my computer, destroyed the audio file. I had to piece it together from the three-second clips that That Audacity saves when you load a project into Audacity. So when I hear anything about Mission Impossible Fallout, I want to be like, fuck what Tom Cruise did. I had to go through three seconds at a time and stitch this goddamn thing together. We went long on that. that Yeah, it was an incredibly long episode, Bill. It was really hard. Um... Anyway, uh, uh, so. Thanks to our lovely guest who dealt with that. (laughs) Yeah, Hmm. yeah, that was good times. I'm going to take a drink and then we can move on to the next uh, award. Excellent. All right, who's taking over hosting? (laughs) Yeah, legitimately, I'm almost almost halfway through this pint. It's going to get real sloppy soon. Well, well, while while you do that, what was the number, uh, the runner-up for uh, the smile? 
Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa. We don't, we, again, we don't do this. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a goldfish, but you're, you're not going to get her this one. But th- this is the most positive award we have, so I feel like we need to spread the Wait love. Wait a second. No, I fight you on that. The most positive award we had is the Man's Best Friend Award for Best yes. Benevolent Animal. That's look, so that's still coming up. So, so far, this is the most positive award. <laughs> okay, so. That's because Vice good... isn't a, a nominee for this fucking thing. <laughs> Well, who had a good smile in Vice? Actually, it exactly. would have been funny if I'd chosen Dick Cheney as the best smile. Collective douchebag smile. <laughs> so the number number two was was uh, Mining the Gap. Oh, great. Great pick. Here, yeah. Yeah. Kim and he was uh, Claire's camera. That was number three. Woo-hoo. And then obviously not enough people saw Crazy Witch Agents because Henry Golding is a. I know. I did, I did not see it. I kind of hated that movie, but yeah, he does have a nice He's smile. He's got a great smile, though, man. He does. Lights up a goddamn room with that smile. Anyway, <clears throat> the Sound and the Fury Award for most nonsensical <laughs> plot. Picture yourself in a boat on a river. With tangerine trees and marmalade skies Somebody calls you, you answer quite slowly A girl with kaleidoscope Great song choice, Brian. Thank you. <laughs> this is another one from this last year. This is such a was... tough race. This is <laughs> like, the seriously. best. These are the best set of nominees <laughs> for, what, for what the award is. This was um this was another one that was super close and there was like a, a, a what did they call it like an eleventh hour surprise or a Ooh. an October surprise I think is what it is for presidential races <clears throat> and the nominees are the Cloverfield paradox hold the dark fantastic beasts the crimes of Grindelwald apostle mm. and the winner. Of the Sound and the Fury Award for no s- most oof <laughs> most nonsensical plot is it's thematic. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> the most momsensical plot. <laughs> Fantastic beasts. Yeah. The crimes of Grindelwald. This is Bill Graham's third win of the night. Second in a row. Yeah. Yeah. Run. I'm I'm back up here, baby. Yeah, because you won last year. Everything. Another film I will never watch in the yeah. history of my entire life. This, I uh, didn't okay. see the first one. I would be very lost. Yeah, uh, definitely. Um, nah, probably not. Uh, th- that's how much sense this uh, movie makes. And then if you actually dig into it and you start reading like some of the Harry Potter nerds, like and I say Harry Potter nerds having listened to all of binge mode and read back through the fucking book series. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, if you read like some of their opinions about the ending of this film, Oh, they're ready to light the world on fire. So yeah, that's how much Can sense you spoil this- it for us since we'll never watch it. Bill, does someone vape out of a human skull? <laughs> oh yeah, that actually happens. Um, although, although it's second. definitely That's not a, a real vape. thing. It's not a vape. It's it's very much a bong. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. Huh. It's, Interesting. Uh, 
It's more of a bong than a vape. I cannot believe they are making three more films in the series. <laughs> I can't, like, I can't how is this either? And apparently it's gone through like a major delay or something yes, like that because yes. uh, uh, JKR just uh, can't seem to figure out how to write a screenplay that makes sense. Wait, so, is she the yeah. screenwriter? She is. Yeah. Because this is based on her her what? notebooks. So it, she is it's writing. It's not just screen- based on an idea by, she's writing the legitimate yeah. screenplay. She's writing the screenplay. She's the sole screenplay writer. Is Johnny Depp still in the sequels? Yes. Yes, she, yes, he is. Wow. Holy crap. Yes. I'm and, just and looking she, this up. She and uh, David Yates, I believe, yes, uh, David have Yates. both defended the fact that he's still in them. Yes. So, Poor or Catherine Watterson. may not at have. Least, does at least Ezra Miller or Catherine Watterson get killed off so they can go do better movies? Uh, they're they're not dead yet. So, oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Because even though even though uh, Ezra Miller supposedly died in the first one, but yeah, he's definitely sure. back in the second. <laughs> yeah, I saw that first one. How is Ezra Miller around? Because because they're wizards, age? they can do whatever the other... fuck they want. You yeah, but Brian, it's like two it's, it's ages def- of the same yeah. character, isn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's weird, but yeah, he's wow. uh. Like, he definitely God. should be dead, but they they were like, wow. nah, 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 nah. How we, evil like, are the crimes of Grindelwald to be have a movie named after? <laughs> yeah, him? what are his charges? Oh, not that bad at all, especially <laughs> in this movie. Like, but more more like inciting riotous like like speech, and uh, I mean, you know, he's he's basically saying that. Uh, Wizards should rule over humans, which is basically what Voldemort ends up doing in in the Harry Potter canon as well. Wait, is but, is Grindelwald not Voldemort? No, he is a successor to Voldemort or a predecessor. Predecessor, sorry. I'm I'm okay. I never read Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. This I is know. A, yeah, I, I think I've told this on the, I, I was reading War and Peace and everyone was like, dude, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone is so great. And I was like, well, I'm reading War and Peace. I'll do it afterwards. And that it was never. just like <laughs> the worst lead in. So I'm yeah. legitimately confused by everything that's going on right now. I do know that like many of the nerd culture, like film writers that I like know and respect in their like lane and their field and, and their thought process were like, Oh my god, Colin Farrell's so good in this movie. It sucks that he turns out to be Johnny Depp and Johnny Depp is a terrible person. Mm-hmm. And if so it was the other way around though, you you would not want Colin Farrell to do five of these films. I, I mean, like he's he's actually pretty good as I know, as, but why he could be going off to do character. more Terrence Malick films or something. Jordan, sure, you know what's, sure. a, no, you know what's crazy thing that. for me? Sometimes I like an actor so much, I just want them to do well. <laughs> Like, mm-hmm. I just want them to make money and be able to live a happy he's life. He's got Dumbo. Colin Farrell's Dumbo. He's fine. <laughs> oh, he's got that Dumbo money rolling in. That's yeah. true. Oh, boy. This is the most depressing thing ever, though. Uh, because we've been talking about this, I looked up David Yates. Like, I went to... Because I, I didn't believe the J.K. Rowling thing, but apparently it's true. Um, David Yates has got, like, <laughs> Order of the Phoenix, Half-Blood <laughs> oh, Prince, yeah. <laughs> both of the Deathly Hollows. Then he's got, like... Tyrant, The Legend of Tarzan, and then everything else is Fantastic Beasts. So his past, like, <laughs> the, the the fifth Fantastic Beast has been announced for 2024, and the third one apparently has no date. But so, like, <laughs> the last 10 years of his life have been, cons- oh. no, almost 20 years have been consumed by this. Dear God, yeah, he's that's, 55. That's what he wants. 55, yeah, oh God. 
Yeah. Oh, um, fantastic spending, uh, fantastic Beasts won this. I won't say handily. It was 38.5% against the 37.2% that the Cloverfield Paradox wow, did. Wow, that is that is close. What Another this tells me. I feel like I feel like we are uh we are criticizing the uh the the categories that I've won so far. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't like how this is going. No, no. I mean, Bill, I haven't seen this movie. I think that you obviously made a good choice. I didn't see it. But I will just say that because Apostle only got 8.3%, clearly not many people saw Apostle. Oh, yeah. no. Why would they see that? Especially yeah. after listening to our well, episode on it. A lot of people who like I think Apostle. I screwed myself by choosing Apostle. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, Bill, any well, final uh, I, I statements? Mean, hey. Let's let's be real honest with ourselves. Uh, who of our film stage uh, uh, Patreon members actually saw Fantastic Beasts as well? So I don't know, but uh, I guess our, our listenership, our <laughs> listenership out out large, probably ended up seeing that movie uh, because it, it also came out around like Thanksgiving weekend or something like that. So it was yeah. a good time to go see it. Uh, I'm sure a lot of family was like, "Yeah, we'll go see the new Harry Potter," and it's like <laughs> it doesn't have Harry Potter, motherfuckers. But, what this yeah. tells me is that we need to review uh, Fantastic Beast 3. Oh, my oh, God. No. No, no, no. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. It's amazing. I just got done having us never do another Marvel movie. What are you doing? We're, we're doing <laughs> Endgame yeah, and then after that. We're doing Endgame. Enya? Endgame. I'm not oh, that drunk. I know I said Endgame. <laughs> oh, All right. What's the next Patreon top ten? Uh, yeah. Uh, number six. Patreon, if Beale Street could talk. I cannot criticize you because you motherfuckers have not recorded an episode yet. (laughs) I know. And um, I'm sorry. And I'm sure that at some point that will get corrected. I still have that screener. I'm looking forward to watching it. Indie Spirit Best Feature winner from tonight and Best Director winner. Oh, did that happen? Yeah, he won the top two awards. So. I'm trying to make a. I'm trying to make a guest happen too. It's not only Brian. Brian has yes. asked if we could make this. And you haven't watched it yet, right, Brian? I haven't yeah. watched it because it's. Okay. I mean, I you know, I'm at that it's point great. in my life where it's, it's like if I'm not doing something about that movie, odds are right, I'm not right. going to have the time to watch it. I I, I think it's better than Moonlight. I, I don't think Me it too. has the rough edges of Moonlight. Again. I, I thought Moonlight had a lot of promise. I had some issues with the characters and stuff. I think working off a James Baldwin novel will will add something to that. And Brian, at, at the very least, you will love the score. It is incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just saw High Flying Bird the other day. Mm. Interesting mm-hmm. movie. Not sure who it's for, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, for I, Netflix. What are you talking about? This is a good time to plug. I was on my friend's uh, podcast, the Matinee Cast, at thematinee.ca. So if you want to hear me talk about High Flying Bird, check that out. Nice. Yeah. All no, right. The it, next it, award. It's so bad. It's so bad about High Flying Bird, though, because every time I'm, not, I'm on Netflix, I'm like, okay, I love Soderbergh, and then I'm like, basketball. Um, <laughs> Here's the crazy thing: there's no basketball in it. You will like. That's it. what I was going to say. Good. Half the podcast is me and my friend Ryan. Who lives in Canada? Um, he um, he and I were talking, and I was like, "I don't know who this is for," because it's a basketball movie. So anyone who doesn't like basketball is gonna be like, "Uh, basketball." But there's no basketball in it. So anyone who starts watching it because they like basketball is gonna be like, "Where's all the goddamn basketball?" Or I've I've heard it's kind of simplistic to people who are very familiar with like you know the mill quality to the draft and things like that. Yeah. So it's it's. I think it's worth watching for the writing because honestly, like a lot of the dialogue exchanges are like super snappy and very good. 
and also just to see what Steven Soderbergh can do with um, an, an iPhone. iPhone. Yeah. Unsane. Still really good. I hope yes. more people check out that. I actually like the use of iPhone better than Unsane, but maybe Oh, I'm interesting. Wrong. I'll have to watch Unsane then. Yes. Anyway, I this is an awards yeah. show. <laughs> yes. Yes. Keep, I'm all We're like 20 unsane, tangents deep right now. It's good. <laughs> <clears throat> The Wes Bentley and the Hunger Games Award for Best Facial Hair. I gave this one away. Give me a head with hair. Long, beautiful hair. Shining, gleaming, streaming, flaxing, waxing. Give me down to there. Shoulder length longer. Here, baby. Before we begin saying the nominees, I'd just like to point out the fact that Bill Graham immediately was like, I'm not winning this. I gave this away. <laughs> it's going to be tough. And the nominees are Sam Elliott, A Star is Born. Andy Circus, mm-hmm. Black Panther. The entire ensemble. Take Den a guess. Thieves. Take a guess who did this one. Yeah, who do you want to think picked the entire goddamn cast of a movie? <laughs> Henry Cavill. Mission Impossible Fallout. And the winner of the Wes Bentley in the Hunger Games Award for Best Facial Hair is Henry Cavill. Yes. Mission Impossible Fallout. This is Jordan's fourth win and the second for Mission Impossible Fallout. I was so close. Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Jordan, I'm going to let you finish. (laughs) But Sam Elliott had the best (laughs) facial hair in any movie of this year. Well, he always does. So for for this choice, I was actually almost going to go with Wes Bentley because he is in Fallout, but <laughs> I decided not to. I just want to I mean, point out to everyone listening at home, we had our Kanye moment. It yes. happened. I did Thank it. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Now, one, <laughs> one thing I love about his mustache is, be, is it is such a great signifier for where his character will go, which I will not spoil <laughs> if you want to. But as soon as you see that mustache, you're just like, this, this is one. I, I won't even say it because you haven't seen it, but you know where it's going. And uh, it's glorious. He just – some people think his performance is awful in this movie where I think he was no. kind of, he's kind of winking at I'm the audience I'm curious about this award because he barely what? has any facial hair in this movie. But it's, barely. it's a mustache. The it's mustache. not a mustache. It's a five they o'clock the, shadow they, they and the, he sort of let the, the upper lip grow out a little more. Uh, they spent a lot of money getting rid of that fucking thing. In, yeah, true. okay, and that's the other thing. That. I think that you won this purely because everyone knows about the story. It. Yes, yes. I Okay, so I will say my choice had nothing to do with that. It had to do with generally how much I think it adds to his character. In that, I like in it. I like so. it. I like it. I I will I will say now I put uh, Andy Serkis and then Chris Evans and then Henry Cavill because I figured that Henry Cavill was going to get chosen and so I was like Andy Serkis is my backup and then I was like the more and more I looked at my nominee I was like you know I don't think people are going to respect that beard enough and then I was like Chris Evans probably would have gotten some votes but then I was like Henry Cavill's going to fucking win this thing here's my it thing. Is- Bill, it is crazy. Um, Wait, that no one had, no one picked the same nominees for anything, right, Brian? There were a couple, and oh. I would love to tell you who they were, but the, I already did all the math to like figure out who's going to do something else. Got it. And got I refuse to look at the other things. Um, what's crazy, Bill, is that I think if you'd chosen Chris Evans, you would have won. Yeah, because when I, that trailer first came out, yes, people yes. were 
wetting themselves over <laughs> how fucking great Chris Evans Gross. looked with a beard. Yeah. Yikes. Okay. And my only response was, clearly you didn't watch Sunshine, because he starts that movie with a beard, and he's rugged as hell. Yes. Best performance, maybe. Yeah. That's how well, I know. Not, Chris not Evans is how I know sexuality is a spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, guys, Den of Thieves was made for the facial hair. I didn't so see it. I still I, haven't I'm, seen it, despite Christian Petzl's recommendation. Yeah, I, haven't, I was, I was about to say, in spite of that of recommendation. <laughs> Maybe you guys should do Transit and Den of Thieves, a double episode. <laughs> I don't mean to sound uh, ignorant, but what is the connection there? C- Christian Petzl, the director of Transit, thing, who is this German auteur, believes that Den of Thieves is secretly a masterpiece. And in, in oh, his okay. Top I don't think I realized that years. Petzl was the, uh, yes. the director of Transit. Yes. You can, you can talk. He discussed it for over five minutes during a Q&A he had at the Film Society of Lincoln Center. So you can watch it on YouTube. But anyways. Right, and a lot of people have been calling it the Diet Heat. To get Diet sense Heat of, is a good name. Steel. Yeah, really, that's not Triple Nine. No, no. Triple Nine just sucks. I well, am. You will probably love Den of Thieves, Brian. Probably, yeah, because I love. Yeah, I love Diet Heat. It, it's fun as hell. I, I started Den watching Triple Nine the other day when I was doing my taxes. And if you want to know on. how my taxes turned out, <laughs> I did not finish watching Triple Nine. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> I am. Sh- if you're still listening to this podcast, I'm sorry. Tweet at us, <laughs> and I will send you a nickel in the mail. Um, <laughs> I just tried to pour a bottle with a cap on. Just saying. That's. This is why I'm gonna. I'm gonna take a picture of it right now, and then I'm gonna tweet it out with nothing. Uh, you can all see the progress that my liquor's making. I keep the cap off, baby. Because as a former alcoholic, I know that there's nothing more embarrassing than accidentally drinking with the cap on. It's almost as bad as when you have a friend who's a smoker and you see them, you put, see them put a cigarette in backwards. Yes. And they light it and they're like, oh, no. Anyway, Patreon number five. Shop cigarette sounds lovely right now. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Come on, give, give, give us some love, Let's Brian. Going. Yeah, shoplifters, number five for our Patreon people. Yeah, good stuff. An- another episode I can't criticize because it's non-existent. You know what? <laughs> I'm really getting, uh, you know, there's a lot of movies that come out, Jordan. You know this. <laughs> Me and Bill really liked it. Yeah. Yeah, I still really, really want to see Bill it. And I, I don't know if I still it's, have it. It's now movie. on uh, digital slash DVD, so everyone should watch it. Digital slash DVD is a really depressing sentence. I know. I can't, well, I can't say slash Blu-ray. So. I almost said home video the other day, so that's even – that's just <laughs> letting you know how old I am. All right. <clears throat> the Film Twitter Cancellation Award for Best Problematic Fave. <laughs> All right, so another peek behind the curtain. I can tell how much I've drank by how much I want to let these songs play for their entirety. This is going to be a five-minute section of the podcast. Started he- like headbanging, and I was like, oh, right, you have a thing to do right now. 
All right. <clears throat> I'm still going to keep up my awards voice, though. And the nominees are First Man, Paul Schrader, Isle of Dogs, The 1517 to Paris. And the winner of the Film Twitter Cancellation Award for Best Problematic Fave is... Paul Schrader. That's not even a movie. <laughs> no, that, but you can, he can be your problematic yeah. fave. Yeah. And Film Twitter will cancel it. Movie. All right, so... This is the, uh, I will just say, this is the one time that Michael like clearly subverted the rules of this awards show <laughs> that I was totally on board for. Because I saw that and I was like, shit, that's a perfect pick. <laughs> Yeah, let's get this out of the way. Paul Schrader is your problematic uncle on Facebook. (laughs) Every single fine, not every single every week. He has a hot take about any type of racial, social, political, etc. subject. So (laughs) he has a lot of bad ideas about a lot of things that are in the news are important, are new, etc. So let's get this out of the way. He has bad ideas, but you know why he's a problematic faith? Because he also occasionally makes extremely great films, like First Reformed, one of the most generous, uh, thought-provoking, and all-out thrilling films about religious uncertainty and what it means to live in a world where evil is allowed to exist. And if that sounds pretty loaded to you, guess what? The movie is actually really fun and not that loaded. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, Paul Schrader made a lot of good movies. Pretty big asshole. I feel like, um, (laughs) So if we had if we had if we had done this last year and I'm already calling it I'm calling it because like I have a sophisticated method for like double ups deciding who's going to get pushed to like their second choice for something next year mine's going to be S Craig Zoller right like oh my that's that's just how people are well it's not going to be next year though. Well, it's going to be... Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's it's yeah. this year's awards given next year. No, I, I meant... You're, I meant we're he skipping. says that you're skipping a year. If you think I'm not going to contend with that news cycle, though, you're way off, bud. <laughs> Semi-biennial. <laughs> I'm sure S. Craig Zoller will have another movie by then. I hope so. Doing uh, I was really pissed that his that, that uh, Dragged Across Concrete didn't come out last year. Yeah, but was, I can see why. Can. Yeah, no, right. no, it, no, it was Venice. It was, oh, Venice. It was Venice. His right, last yeah, right. two movies have premiered at Venice. Because no other film festival wants to premiere his films, sadly. You mean I starring know. Mel Gibson and Vince Vaughn as you, corrupt cops? I wonder why. You know what? <laughs> this is not the forum. It's not the reason we're here. But I'll just sure. say, like, I don't give a shit. I'm, in, I'm ride or die for S. Craig Zoller at the moment. Anyway. Brian, this is your moment. <laughs> you're, you're my problematic fave, Brian. <laughs> I'm down for that. I, um, I, I was talking to a friend recently, and we talked about like how our greatest fear now is either that we're going to say something that's going to like get us canceled, or that we're going to interview someone, and they're going to get canceled. 
<laughs> so that's a that's a real fear. Um, speaking of uh, cancellation and people getting show. pushed out of things, our Patreon number four, yes. the favorite. Yeah. All right. Now, I mean, is it time for my review? Kind yeah, it's good. time for your review. I, I think the episode was good. I was kind of shocked that everyone flat out loved this movie as much <laughs> as you did. I I'm sorry? Fine. I know. I, it's fine. It was a good discussion. I just, I, I think this is an entertaining film and I qu- don't quite get the love across the board for it. But Jordan, did you hear what my mother thought about this film? Yes, I think you tweeted it or something. Yeah. <laughs> it was definitely it was on one of the episodes. Oh yes. She yeah, yeah. said that the director should be shot. Mm-hmm. That's Good amazing. times. Um I don't know if I also said it, but uh her whole thing, she said La La Land was um a movie that was trying to be a movie. Yes, that was amazing. I, I remember I, that. I, I love yeah. that. Yeah. So here's the thing. All my family is finally realizing that like this whole podcasting thing is like a, th- a thing that I'm going to start doing, you know, 334 episodes in. <laughs> and um, Same with my mom. <laughs> and so my sister is like, hey, we're going to the beach like the first week of June, right? And I was like, yeah. And she said, do I get to be on the podcast? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Because every yes. year we go there now, I have to like go at least see one movie at like the weird theater that's like in the middle of like a sandy parking lot. Yes. And so I think that like there may be a bonus episode this year where it's like me, my brother, my brother-in-law, and my sister. That sounds amazing. <laughs> I'm I'm all for that. Yeah, it's gonna be great. What is the, what was the film this year or last year? I should say 2018. Oh, uh, my brother, my wife, and my brother-in-law and me saw Hereditary. Oh, did, that's a did good that week. go over well or? Uh... I mean, we all liked it. But wow. that's not a beach movie. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> like, it was the type of thing where, like, I woke up and I, like, went out onto the balcony and I looked out over, like, the beautiful ocean on this, like, barrier island that we, like, get a huge house on. And I was just like, you know, this is, like, paradise. This truly is. Like, I've got my whole family here, you know, my my parents and, like, my daughter and my grandmother and my, you know, sister and her family what we really need to do right now is go watch Hereditary. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's actually a pretty good programming, though, for In the Middle of Nowhere, kind of, you know? Yeah, and the funny thing is that the year before that, I feel like it was um, the 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 other A24, A24 movie that was like oh, a bunch of... Oh, It Comes of, at Night. Yeah. Yeah. Which we also all loved, but yeah. like... You said, wait, you said this... This, this It's the first week of June? Yeah. All right, yeah, Godzilla or Rocket Man seems to be the. <laughs> oh my God! Neither of those sounds good to me. One of the yeah. years we it was the year that I we did Wonder Woman, and there was a windstorm, and you all forced mm. me to go out on the balcony so you could hear the windstorm. I kind of remember that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> our next award, the Law of the Nature Award for Best Malevolent Animal. <laughs> It's weird.
weird. Wait, why didn't you play not, the whole thing? <laughs> there's not more. There's not more songs about people being attacked by animals. Brian, why didn't you play the whole thing? We talked about it. I've got some. I've got some. I got a few better songs that are like really going to test my ability to take the podcast will get taken down for copyright issues. If you yeah, in ten seconds. I think I've got like thirty <laughs> seconds before like a, a lawyer can come at me and be like, "Hey, man, come on." <laughs> All right. Let's All right. And the Ooh, nominees are The Meg from The Meg. Venom. Not sure it's technically an animal. From Venom. <laughs> Disqualified. The Raccoon. Incredibles 2. Yeah. The Bear Hybrid. From Annihilation. And the winner of the Law of Nature Award for Best Malevolent Animal is... The Bear Hybrid. Annihilation. This is Jordan Raup's <laughs> fifth. Thank you. And the second you, for Annihilation. I mean, like much of this movie, this is just the st- stuff of pure nightmare. I mean, what, can I, what else can I say? Great scene, super intense, best character, creature design. What's this? Bill is running onto the stage. Oh, no. Bill just oh, ran up onto no, the no. stage. <laughs> The raccoon ran up. All right. No, um, no, this is my award. I picked the bear. <laughs> no, no, no oh. Bill, you picked the bear, but uh, Jordan actually picked the bear first, and so I knocked you down. Thank you. Oh. Thank you. Thank Sorry, you. Sorry, bro. I will take this. I will take this home and uh, sleep with it, and hopefully not cry in my in my nightmares. <laughs> You're gonna hopefully not cry in your nightmares, <laughs> or in real life. Yeah, that would be that would be that would be dark as hell. <laughs> yeah, no, I was um so here's the thing. I chose the bear hybrid and the raccoon. And everyone wow, else everyone. chose those, and so I knocked myself down to the meg. And so I feel like I really gave this award away by my magnanimity. Good job, guys. I'm very proud of both of you. I think I think uh I think the bear is definitely I will, yeah, I will share this award with all of you. Okay, great. Yeah, because um, you know the problem is that like I I look at these things and I'm like, oh, here are my choices, and so all my first choices are like obviously the best, and so I <laughs> give them away out of the goodness of my heart, and I feel like I really gave this one away. Yeah, I took the Meg and I took last place. Mm-hmm. This is uh, another blowout. The Bear Hybrid was uh, a good fifty nine point five percent. Yeah. Wow. Let's keep this going. Michael Snyder. Growing impatient with these awards. Number three from our Patreon members, Roma. Nice. Wow. I wasn't expecting that to be that high, actually. Very good episode. Great choice of guest. Um, Monica Castillo. Right? Yeah, she's wonderful. Yeah, she's Um, great. it, I was actually it, it very much meshed with my feelings because I was also didn't think this movie was a flat out masterpiece, but I thought found there were very interesting things in it, and I think you guys handled that well. Good job. Right. <laughs> There's been some I, I have to say for whatever like certain apathy I feel about that certain movie about that movie. There's been some fantastic writing in both directions about that film. Yeah. 
Michael, I think it's funny that you told us to keep going, and then you just felt like you had to add your two cents in on the yep, pick for Brian, the Patreon. All right, Brian, keep going now. Here we go. Last two awards, right? I know. Uh, that was that was more like five cents, just letting you know. It was just so It was a quality. full five cents. There are three more awards. <laughs> three more? Yep. I must be missing one. All right. Go you on. must be. Oh, wait. I know. I know one. Okay, yes. Go ahead. All right. I, I was just brought another beer. I'd just like to let you all know that uh, my partner's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to your partner. You've incorporated a business with them. And uh, <laughs> my, my wife has is, literally, literally left our home for time, so. Oh, was she trying to stay away, Jordan? No, I no, feel bad. She, she just, no, 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 no. She, she went to go babysit some, for some friends at the last minute. And oh, I was like, really that's nice. a good idea. Yeah. Shout out to Emily, who just brought Michael another drink. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry for, that I'm, I, uh, you know... I'm encouraging sexism, but that's okay. This one's for you, Emily. The Man's Best Friend Award for (laughs) Best Benevolent Animal. And the nominees are The Horse from The Rider, Tinkles, a.k.a. Bob from Hotel Transylvania 3, Jackson's Dog from A Star is Born, Hognob from Early Man, and the winner of the Man's Best Friend Award for Best Benevolent Animal is... The horse from the yes. rider. Yes, thank you. This wow. is thank Jordan you. Raup's sixth win. I got the animals on lock, I guess. Um, this is a great horse. There's been many horses in films this year, from uh, Zama to Western to Lean on Pete. But this horse, I mean, come on. It's a great horse. The scene with um, the main character and the horse riding along the field is beautiful. It made me tear up. And that's all I can say. Great horse. It's a great horse. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I will say that all of these other nominations are pretty crappy, guys. So. <laughs> Shit. Uh. <laughs> wow. First of all, as a man who has watched Hotel Transylvania 3 every day for the last nine days because he has a two and seven to eight month old daughter, Tinkles, also known as Bob, is fantastic. All right, I'll believe you. What, what you got against uh, a, a beautiful, perfect golden doodle? I mean, I, I that was the second best one, Bill. So, oh, okay, that was the second best Hognob, one. You actually, the only good part. I of definitely man. never saw that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, but some other options I would have picked, perhaps the dog and Claire's camera. Did anyone no? No. Um, damsel. See these. The, did anyone see damsel? No. The mini there's a little, yeah, there's a mini, there's like a pony that's adorable. I um, think the, the cat Boyle from Burning would have been a good choice. Yes, sure, yes, sure. Yes. But unfortunately, I saw that all after we favorite. made this. There's a lot of animals. Again, these are these are nominations, though, that kind of shoot yourself in the foot because of the amount of people that have seen these movies. Yeah. So, Well, okay. what's crazy, though, is that, you know, Bill... I, I believe it was your choice for Jackson's yes. dog from A Star Is Born. Yes. I would think that would that would rule the day. 
I would have I mean, thought so too. I thought I had I mean, the rider. Off. I mean, this is a title character almost, you know. The most no, the, basic the, the person who's riding the horse is the goddamn title character. No, I know, but the ride I'm saying it's very close. <laughs> the ride. <laughs> the ride. <laughs> the ride. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so, so this was over 50%. Uh, fifty-one point two percent was for the horse from the rider. Mm. Bill, you came the closest with thirty-seven point seven. Wow! I'm really going behind like the curtain. All right. <laughs> What's crazy to me though is that Hognob from Early Man somehow got more of a percentage than Tinkles from Hotel Transylvania Three. I'm just saying, Ardman. It has, it has the defenders. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm the guy who argued on our site that Sean the Sheep movie yes. should get an A+. Coming out this, this fall, Sean the Sheep 2. I cannot wait. Yeah, Farmageddon, baby. It's going to be great. All right. Number two. <clears throat> yep. Our Patreon number two, Burning. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah. Um, this Go made high. me so happy, this episode, guys. Especially, Bill, I think you won the award for the most playing against type when you had this movie in your top ten, I believe, right? Am yeah. I wrong? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So fantastic. Love this yeah. movie so much. I tried to get you guys hours. to talk about this <laughs> for so long, and you did, and it was great. And that's all I have to say. I, I had a major turnaround on that one, honestly. Like that. Yeah, was, that was uh, also great. The fact that Michael had seen it before and was like, "Oh shit!" Like this time, I get it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That and is a fantastic watch, movie. I need to watch his earlier movies, but his, the two before this, Poetry and Secret Sunshine, are both fantastic and quite different and yeah go watch them jordan if you like this movie again i'll just say like you know you got to check out some of the movies that i reviewed at a tiff oh yes when i went yes. there uh are they two and a half hours jordan yes almost on the dot ah, I believe son of a are. bitch but but they're so immersive you just you don't even think of the runtime like burning okay. you're just in the world okay. the, o- the the oasis is on prime as well oh the I oasis where parzival lives <laughs> <laughs> isn't it just i think it's just oasis right I believe. Are you in? No, I'm sorry. Yes, it is just the Oasis. It is just Oasis. Just Oasis. Yes. I, I have heard that's a little bit more difficult one specifically because it uh, relates to mental illness. But oh, yeah, I, I, I've heard that's also very good. All right, oh, we have... you're talking about the movie because I was like, I was like, no, it's definitely the Oasis no, no, in, the movie in Ready Player One. I was like, I, I'm, I got everyone comes to the Oasis because of what they can do. Let's yes. hope but they it doesn't stay take... because of what they can be. Let's hope it doesn't take Lee Chang Dong another eight years to make another movie like he did with Burning. So, yeah, that would be terrible. Oh, wow. That's yeah. a long time. Yeah. Or seven, I guess. Seven-ish. Yeah, 2011 was his last one. So. All right. There's two more yeah. awards, and then All there right. is the uh, the Listener's Choice Award. So, sure. close. Oh, no. The Listener's Choice Award. <laughs> I'm so glad I get to be on here and see your reactions live when you get yeah. – <laughs> Oh, God. All right. <laughs> Wasn't it Boo last time? Wait, it was two. Boo. It was two things. <sighs> I, it was American Honey and Boo. Oh, wow. was it a tie then? Or you had it was two? a tie. Oh, okay. okay. Which one I'm... of those did you like more, Brian? Honestly, I'd probably <laughs> rather watch Boo again. Oh yeah. come on! Oh boy. Okay, let's keep going. All right. The beginning of a beautiful friendship award. For best final line.
so sad to have to turn down a boy's I know, I was still getting into that. It's such a good song. Anyway. Jerk. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. And the nominees are Avengers Infinity War. Leave No Trace. Support the Girls. Black Klansman. And the winner of the Beginning of a Beautiful Friendship Award for the best final line is Support the Girls. Yes. Oh, wow. This is Jordan Ralph's seventh award. Yes. Well, thank you, guys. It just makes me feel so happy. Um, No no final line, even though it's not really a line. It's screaming into the void. Can we get a reenactment, though, Jordan? I mean, come on. um, I don't know if I can do it justice. (laughs) (laughs) But um, no, no better final line just epitomize the year we had the last two years, perhaps better than this, just screaming into nothingness, hoping for a change in life. So thank you to everyone in that film, Regina Hall, Jungle Pussy, and of course, Haley Lou Richardson for the delivering the best final line in a film in 2018. Jordan, would you Fuck like yeah. to uh, also review the episode that we did on this movie? Yes. Um, remind me, but you guys all liked it, right? Yeah, we did. Yes, yes. Nathan Smith, our, our, oh, our guest right. on that yes. one. Yes, and you guys got into yeah, he was great. conversations about uh, work and uh, kind of blue-collar representation on screen. So, yes, very good. Very good. And Texas on film. Yeah, a bunch of Texas, Texas people yeah. on that episode. Yes. <laughs> I felt very uh-huh. alone. No, this, this was another movie I saw like early in the summer. I was like, I really hope this, you know, I really hope a people see this movie when it eventually comes out, and b uh, that you guys have a good discussion. And I think I think enough people saw it. I feel like now it's kind of gotten another resurgence with it being on. I think it's on Hulu, right? Yeah. So, but definitely see this movie. It is by far. I was. It was. I think my third favorite movie of the year. So, um, yeah, go see it. Yeah, it's great. There's um. <clears throat> Uh, a podcast that I'm sure many people know about called Blank Check, and they had their Blank Check Awards, and they they like really gave a lot of like juice to Haley Lou Richardson in this movie. Yeah, and um, I I know that like I personally put this high in my top ten and everything. Like <laughs> this is a great movie. It's it's fantastic. Yay. And it was kind of it was weird. His last not to get into too much of a tangent, but his last movie Results, which I, you guys also talk about. Oh yeah, we did. Results that was great. Movie, see, I was more mixed on it, and then this movie made me appreciate Results more because his kind of style is better honed in on this movie. But then it made me appreciate the kind of tangents he went on in the Results. If that makes sense at all. It, and Computer it does, Chess it, was before that, right? Yes. Yeah. Which is all very different, I think. That is, yeah. Is, yeah. But yeah. I would say that's kind of its breakout. Like, that's definitely where I heard about Pajalski. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Pajalski's great. I mean, like, here's the thing. Results as Kevin Corrigan in it, who... Yeah, he is, is great. ...is <laughs> also in Unstoppable, which we yes. had a classic episode <laughs> on. And I just remember being in that and being like, oh, my God. This guy's great. I love this guy. He's also great in Community. He's great in everything he's in. Mm-hmm. Oh, his Community episode's so good. The Conspiracy <laughs> episode? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sorry yep <clears throat> all right good tangent <laughs> it's a great tangent here we are this Number is one. the this is the this is the big one 
This is the this this is why we named it after this movie. Was, oh wait, no, no, we have to do the Patreon first. <laughs> that's Patreon. What I'm saying. And, oh, the Patreon. I thought that's what you're talking about, and that is it, they they shared the same number one as the film stage. Yeah, they did. It's first reformed. Woo! Yes, yeah. a movie that was just fucking not given any of its props by the Oscars. Yeah, I, I, I just want to recommend. I, I just want to recommend our episode two with uh, Brian's wife, uh, Genevieve Rowan, who like I, I just thought it was so amazing that we had a Catholic and atheist and yes. a. Uh, was it uh, Brian? Is it Wiccan? Is that fair to say about Genevieve? I'm trying to remember how she identified. Yeah, I would say like which she calls herself a witch. Okay, well, I, I was it's a little say bit witch, beyond Wiccan. Thought, yeah. All right, I'm sorry. Which either way though, like I thought that conversation was really great and got into a lot of yes. kind of strange, interesting stuff. A witch who was born as like that kind of Protestant Christian. Yes, like yes, that's what really makes that worthwhile. Yeah, great yeah. film, great episode. It couldn't have ended on a better note, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of ending on a great note, this is it. This is our best picture. This is our highest honor. <laughs> what are oh you boy. laughing about? Nothing. <laughs> go, go on. Go on. This is the Triple Nine Award for Best Movie They Told You Not to See. Sorry, Michael, were you going to say something? No, I was singing Leader of the Pack, sorry. <laughs> oh, well, you ought to be. First of all, the Shangri-Las is a great, great Yeah. Yeah. Um, Leader of the Pack's a, an interesting song. Uh, in that video, is that there Phil was... Phil Spector as well, who did a production on that one? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I'm not trying to make it problematic. I'm just asking. Mm. Favorite, like, if I, if I, if my life had a problematic fave thing, every year it would be Spectre because it's like, ooh, you know, no, "Be My Little Baby" so is still much. like the best goddamn song ever made, and uh, sure. Spectre's on it. Shit. Yeah, yeah. No. All right, and moving on. Yep. <laughs> and the nominees are Upgrade, Red Sparrow. Welcome to Marwin, Venom. And the winner of the Triple Nine Award for Best Movie They Told You Not to See is Upgrade. Oh, this is now Michael who is Snydell's. They? I am very yeah, confused. That's, that's, this is Michael they? Snydell's fifth award. He won it by cheating. Yes, exactly. You just put a good movie that people liked as soon as they saw it on at the South by Southwest. That's not true. That's not true. I will say, Michael. I you know someone on our Slack. Someone on our Slack brought up who is the they, and I said, "Oh, Rotten Tomatoes," and then I looked it up, and this has a positive Rotten Tomatoes score. Like, who is talking to you? No. I still want to say I, I think it was actually 
I, I'm going to say it was actually Brian Tallarico was the first review I saw. And Brian Tallarico is someone I love dearly. It's a wonderful Roger Ebert reviewer um, slash critic. And uh, he was someone who I think is saw it at South by Southwest. Yes, that's right. I think where he first saw it. And he said it was very derivative. And, and I saw a number of reviews that had similar sentiments around that time. Then when the film came out, I, I felt like I saw very mixed reviews from people. And I think this is one oh, of the Michael, great- what's happening? I, I feel like someone, I think it's, uh, someone's coming up behind you to tap you on the shoulder to hand you a new card. And I think that, uh, Venom from Bill Graham, I think <laughs> yeah. Bill Graham is coming up and he's Woo! taking the award from you. Yes, thank you. And now thank the you. card is being shown. Yeah, it says Venom for best <laughs> award. <laughs> Triple we, N award for really the best movie that told that Yeah, that, is that what happened? Yeah, right. we're pulling it away from you. We're Bill, giving it to, to Bill Graham. We're giving it to Venom. Yeah, good, good watch upgrade, guys. It's good. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Everybody agrees that upgrade yes. is good. No, that's not. Everyone, <laughs> everyone tells you it's the upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> No, uh, th- there is no other movie that has a she, a sexy she venom in it. So, um, you know, we all know what what movie that is. So you got to go see Venom. It's Welcome it's to Marwin. A- it's great. Welcome to Marwin is actually dead last for this category. So <laughs> I, I knew it as soon as I typed those words and, and, and I submitted. I knew it would be, but I got to defend my Zemeckis. I actually really like for the site Vikram Murthy's review of uh, Welcome to Morrowind, which is you know somewhat lukewarm but still yeah. a very interesting review. Yes. Mm. Anyways, Venom is great. Uh, <laughs> nobody seemed to like it, but uh, it was in one of our contributors' top ten of the year. So, and he yeah. argued it very well. So, Mike Mike Mizanti, if you want to yeah. see it. I mean, but it takes like an hour to be good, Bill. Like that's that's what I would say. <laughs> Uh, like it's I mean, pretty boring for a while I until would, until he goes to the restaurant and then it's like, all right, I'm kind of into this, but like that's first a while. of all, Red Sparrow is a great movie. <laughs> oh Jesus, but, that was another one where be, no one really hated it though, right? Am I wrong? Why it had a negative Rotten Tomato score, but like did it? Yeah, okay, it was one yeah. of those things where like everyone was like, yeah, that's pretty good. Wait, just to be clear, did none of you hear bad things about Upgrade? I no, did not hear anything bad about it. The, no. only, the, only, well, the worst thing I heard was mixed things about it. I never heard anything ne- like outright negative. Fine. Unfriended was, dark web then. <laughs> that was, was the reason, Michael, that I didn't come at you immediately. is because I didn't hear much about Upgrade, but everything I heard was good. But I just figured that was because like all the people who were like bad about would, it were like, eh, it's not even I worth say talking it was about. Defi- it was definitely a movie when the weekend it came out, I was like – there were so much people that were loving it, and then it, it just—it felt like it came out of nowhere. So I guess in that sense, and that no one was really talking about it that loudly beforehand. And then the week when it came out, I remember people being kind of going crazy over it. Um, and then I watched it; and it's fine, it's good. I, I, I'm not trying to game the system. That's yeah. all I'm saying. I almost Michael, you're totally trying to, to game Paris, the system. But... You kept choosing things that were just like the whole fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, no or, or, or fucking people. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. All right, Brian, uh, what, what is the most anticipated award? What is the most anticipated award? No, no, the next one. What's the answer for the most anticipated award? The one that you guys are going to have to talk about. 
Mm. Oh, well, well, I mean, like, has Bill finished giving his oh, acceptance sorry, award yes. for or his acceptance speech for? No, no not yet. Um, oh. Yeah, let's, let's uh, I, I, I will. I will. I will say uh, Venom, uh, we are going to get another one. So uh, the haters can can go to hell. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, this is not a good movie, but I'm glad that they realized that this movie made money. And so hopefully they will let the person in charge of the next one actually be crazy. Like what if it was Tom Hardy that got to direct this? (laughs) I'd actually be totally into that. Given the interviews he's given about, like, it's really funny hearing him say about like how unhappy he was with the cut a venom that actually went out there yeah because it's it's a fucking chop show like it, it really does you must like not. i i honestly think fleischer is the worst thing about venom oh <laughs> he does what, what is it what is his like main thing like it's the cross lighting thing right like it's the no shadows full lighting but he did zombie land which was honestly pretty decent as far as it like yeah, i love how you have to movie. say like honestly it was pretty okay because I mean, you know I, that your brand is everything sucks <laughs> i mean it's 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 fun i i don't have a lot to say about cyberland and he of fucked up gangster squad that's all oh I know. god and 30 minutes I, or less was kind of whatever but oh 30 well, minutes wasn't, or less was wasn't, real uh gangster squad also like cut this shit yes yeah yeah and then now he's doing Zombieland too back he's back at home yeah. Yeah, he's 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 doing the Brad Bird thing where he's like, Oh, I failed. Yeah. I better go and like remake <laughs> you know but Brad it's funny Bird like he even failed he I failed. Think it's just called the made, Pixar like, thing in general because also John Carter. Sorry. Sure, sure. Yeah. But I'm, I'm just like, on he failed he failed and then made a hundred eight hundred million dollars. I know, that's the thing. And the movie made so much money, but whatever. I, I just like I, I just like on, I'm on Letterboxd and Karen Hahn said, how do I even rate this movie? <laughs> <laughs> which is like which is perfect for Venom because it's it's so strange in the way that it, it feels like such a studio film, but also feels guys since, since we're all since we're all buzzed. Should we all rent Venom now and do a live commentary? <laughs> Wait a second. Made this episode five hours. This is where we find out it was actually the one that our listeners picked. <laughs> There's a part of me that is totally down for that idea. And it's oh, not just because I am almost done my pint of whiskey. <laughs> Which, um, for anyone who's interested, a pint is two cups. Brian, I just saw your tweet. I'm very yeah, worried. That's, that's <laughs> insane. Do you need uh, like, to go to the hospital? Or are you going to be okay? I'll be fine. Um okay. <laughs> He's uh, a professional drinker. So. I'm great. Yeah, uh, Bill. All right, Brian, let's let's keep that. Let's go. Come on. What what is yeah, what is the number? Let's, what is let, let's do it. Let's figure <clears throat> it out. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you want to know the last award? Yes. Yes. You want to know the last one? Yeah. No, wait. Before we do that, should we quick? Let's do the top the five ones we didn't mention on on uh, Patreon. Can I do it? Rattle them off real quick. I was about to say, I hope to God that you have that because I don't know what you're talking about. Some of them are good films except for one. So should we go? Yikes. I want to know which one. Yeah, let's do it. Jordan Rapp, please take us away. Actually, it's six. Here are the six that didn't get mentioned. Um, Happy as Lazaro. Eighth grade. Cold War. Blind Spotting. Wildlife. And Widows. Hell huh. yeah, widows! Michael, have huh. you have you heard of widows? Because I feel like it would be really germane to your interests. 
Can I, can I tell you all about the mayoral uh, candidates for Tuesday? Please, There's please 14 don't. candidates that I really want to tell you about, Brian. There's just like so many things I want to tell you about Chicago and just like it all relates to widows, like for sure. That's uh, I mean, like, you know, if you if you feel like you need to do that, if it, that's a thing that you have to do, then, yeah, just tell us all about Chicago. Oh, you really want me to tell you all about no, Chicago? No, All right, all right. So what is the movie, Brian? Come on, let's go. All right, so the, so the final thing that we have, the final award. It's not really an award. It's more like... We're over two hours, Jesus Christ, Brian. <laughs> I know, I'm working on it. So at the end of every ballot, if you are listening to this, uh, like if you're listening to this and you didn't vote, what's wrong with Christ. you, first of all? <laughs> But the film that you wish that we covered. It's going to be like Goaty. But that we did not. (laughs) All right. It took me a while to figure out what to put for this. It's the I Dream of Genie theme. <laughs> yeah. I think we can we, we got it. Thanks. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> I, you know, first of all, I don't know what people know about old films. So, oh, well, that's definitely a TV show. So, <laughs> well, so here's the thing. Isn't that a B? Uh, all right. I almost said B. That's not B. I'm doing it. It's not. It's not bewitched. It's I dream. Bewitched. All right. Yes. Fine. It's a guy who gets a genie. He can make wishes. All right. Moving all right, on. Go, moving go, on. Brian, go. go. And the most voted on film for the film that you wished we covered that we didn't is Mandy. Wait, what? what? We did Mandy, guys. <laughs> no. We, What's second place? Second place. We covered Mandy. You have to do it again. You have to rewatch it and appreciate it more than re- talk about it. And so that's. <laughs> I saw that well, and I was like, hey, Mandy? What the? <laughs> we did it. We, we did, did it. it. We already did it. We did Mandy. You have a second place? Yeah, we do. The second place winner is if Beale Street could talk. Oh, great. Oh, right. You really got out easy, this one. We did. Those were the two highest ones. Literally, Mandy was first. And I looked at it and I said, what the fuck is wrong with everyone? We did Mandy. We had a whole, like, almost two-hour episode on Mandy. Cheddar Goblin. That's that's actually kind of incredible. I don't know how that happened. I don't know how that happened either. Now, what's crazy is that one of the things that came closest... Life itself, come on, come on. No, it was almost Welcome to Marwin. Oh. And what's crazy okay. is, so, I don't know if anyone knows how Google Forms works. But I don't like, know. If you don't write it exactly the same, it it, it will make it something different. And so there were so many that were like, welcome to Marwin, motherfucker. Fuck you guys. Welcome to Marwin. (laughs) (laughs) But if Beale Street could talk, still won. Because there was if Beale Street could talk, there was Beale Street. There was please do Beale Street. (laughs) (laughs) And so the, the episode that we will do... That is based so, off so, of you so, guys' hold on, no. whole. Hold on, how many? How many of those w- 
uh, for Mandy were Cheddar Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> it's just crazy because like we had so many responses, and number one was legitimately Mandy. Like a lot of people went on this and were like, "Oh, I really wish they'd talk about Mandy." It's like that would be that would be less depressing if Mandy was like spelled with like we in an odd way like man maybe like M A N D I E and people just didn't like Google it right and but no it's like M A N D Y it's yeah, the most common the span, thing like you, you just made so many listeners so happy though because they can just go watch listen to it right now right like, and then they can be immediately disappointed be like oh they already <laughs> talked about Mandy what's crazy is that like so then it's like you know oh. Mandy Shoplifters with an exclamation point, which is different. Can you ever forgive me? But then there's like, welcome to Marwin, bitch. Welcome to Marwin, LOL. Welcome to Marwin, haha. It's just the craziest thing. Like, the the thing that almost beat Beale Street was a bunch of people writing welcome to Marwin and then some way of like trying to offend us. I feel like it's, our listeners get us. It's yeah. so mean. And really, honestly, that hatred, that anger is what keeps me going. Because if we can inspire that level of vitriol and that level of emotional input, then we're doing the right thing. Yeah. We're still doing this podcast, huh? <laughs> what, a cer- what a ceremony, guys. That was beautiful. This is happening. It's Saturday night. It's 10.06 p.m. on a Saturday. It's nine oh six. What are you it's talking about? 10 it's ten oh six on a Saturday. <laughs> the regular crowd tumbles in. All right, so uh, Jordan Rapp, you won the most. Yes. Oh wow! Thank you, thank you. You did. It happened. Um, <laughs> this is incredible. What what this means is that next year you've got to be on again. All right, I'll be back. Uh, I won't do any other episodes throughout the year, but I'll be back. Fucking Meryl Streep. <laughs> yeah, Jordan Rapp is the Meryl Streep of this, I guess. I, just, I know what our... Well, okay, there's two reasons. I got in my ballot first. Mm-hmm. During Sundance of all places. Mm-hmm. So, sure. As I was watching a million movies and doing reviews, I was able to do this, so that was great. What is crazy <laughs> is the fact that, like, you were the most busy of all of us, and true. yet you still got your ballot in early. It actually helped me because I was, like, kind of stuck on, like, a few reviews, and I was like... Uh, it was like three in the morning. I was like, All right, I'm just going to do this piece of shit thing. And <laughs> First of all, fuck you, Jordan. Invite it back. <laughs> fuck all right. You know what I'm trying to say, though? I'm, I'm trying to write a well-crafted, <laughs> eloquent review. And I'm like, let me just let me just think about who was the worst hero in a film. But, you know? <laughs> and so it actually was actually life-giving and help, helpful. So thank you. All right. You're, you're welcome. Um and also fuck you. <laughs> yeah, but also fuck you. This is important, man. This is the no, film stage awards. This is the stages. I know. Yeah, we do these every two years. <laughs> I will say now that if we are all still alive, still kicking in 2020, oh my God. God, then, God. Oh God. then this will happen again. And I would like to put out a challenge to all of our listeners. If you would like the stages to actually relate <laughs> to the film stage show, oh listen to every episode, 
keep a little list. Be like, what's the best Michael trying to like a film? What's the best <laughs> Bill? Oh, that's a thing that I should know, but I forgot. What's the best Brian analogy that he just whipped up? And then we can, like, insert that in. Because we, we don't have the time for that. We can't. We just can't. It's not going to no. happen. I won't remember. Yeah, Bill won't remember. <laughs> And I just won't have any concept of, like, all the different analogies that I've made. So. Sandwiches. Sandwiches. Uh, A mayonnaise sandwich on white bread. (laughs) What about Lady Bird again? No, the stages is definitely a Gruben. (laughs) So this is it. It is over. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yikes. You know, I'm so happy that y'all have joined us. If you've been, if you've had fun over the last two hours, five minutes and six seconds. I, I'm coming down now, Brian. This is terrible. <laughs> I've still got legitimately like a thimble full of whiskey at the bottom of this pint that I did not think that I would make it all the way through. And yet here I am. Um... Thank you for everyone for listening to this whole goddamn episode. <laughs> I don't even want to know what's happening in your life. This was the best choice you could make with your time. Honestly, if, if you are listening right now and you want to get burning on Blu-ray, just tweet tweet at us, <laughs> and and you will be you will be in a new echelon of members who will be picked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's Patreon.com/slash The Film Stage Show. Don't forget mention, that you can mention also this one time promo code get burning now. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, hashtag burning did not win a stagey. Which so, I think the best films of all time do not win stages. So, no, it, I mean, like, that's well. how it is. You know, like the stages are like a snapshot of the moment, but um, like Green Book won yeah. a stage. Oh, God. So obviously the best film of the moment. So, tomorrow is the Oscars. <laughs> what what are you all gonna do if Bohemian Rhapsody or Green Book wins? You didn't watch Bohemian Rhapsody, you motherfuckers. So I have not. I, I don't I have did. the. I I'm don't have plane. either of the the discs that were sent to me. Uh, what? Oh, Jordan, that's that's too nice for even a plane. It was it was so bad. It was like unspeakably bad. <sighs> <sighs> Michael Snydell is so angry right now. All right, no, I, I will take I will take vice over Bohemian Rhapsody. Ooh, I will take heroin it, over any of these things. Let's hope it's Roma, and we can just all go to, go back and just watch 2019 movies that are good. Right, like Roma wins, and we're like, that was pretty all right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that would be the most platonic Oscar yeah. vote. I, I don't. I don't even have a horse in this race. No, I know. Really With no, there's no first reformed and no Beale Street. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, like I know Favorite, first baby. Is problematic. Like Beale Street's not there. Like, <laughs> there's, the I'm actually. There. I'm with Bill on this. Yeah. I I feel like if if the favorite wins all of its things, I'm like down. But like everything else, like. I, don't I think really it will. I think it will only win production design and um and costume design. That, that is my right. yeah, I, and I, like that's the unfortunate truth of it. Like yeah. and maybe screenplay, but probably not. As as the last thing, screen, what do you guys think mean, it's going to win best picture? What what do I think? I think it'll yeah. be 
legitimately. In, in my poll, I did Roma, but I'm very nervous that's going to be Green Book. No, nah, it's going to be Roma. I, I, hope, think, I, mean, I think it's going to be Roma. In all honesty, I do. Yeah. I think. I think. I think the Academy needs a needs an easy win here, and I think they obviously see the writing on the wall. Is is there's a lot of love for Roma in a lot of the technical categories and things like that, and I just think it. it I think they don't want the shit to hit the fan because it's already hit the fan so much that I think a lot of people are just going to be very conservative and just go, okay, well, I guess See, my, my issue with that is I think most Academy members don't actually are not entrenched in the film Twitter and actually yeah. think green book is a great film and that they will just vote for it and win. Yeah. So, I mean, you see some of those anonymous. Yeah. But those people ballots. are the same people that ended up voting for moonlight. Right. And the same people uh, voting for crash and, well, I mean, yeah. Crash yeah, was Moon, Moonlight ago. winning is like the surprise that was it, like it, it, a good it, surprise. Yeah. Yeah. And and Bill's right in the sense that they did open up the membership a lot in the last few years. So they hopefully, did, yeah. You're right. yeah. So I do love that a, a pizza a pizza pong. Where's the call? Which I can't believe I pronounced that on, on drunk. But <laughs> I just want to I want to point out right now that I just finished my pint of whiskey. Oh, oh, nice. nice. He, did you see his interview recently where he was like, yeah, I was invited to the Academy, but he's like, it costs like $500 a year. And I was like, I don't really want to do that. So I I didn't accept the invitation. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't think Roma's going to make it. Like just based I know, on I know. when you hear about casual people talking about, I don't, I don't mean to make it this a thing, but just the way that casual people are talking about, even within the first hour, feeling alienated by its its choices and and the ways that it it makes its characters so uh, you know marginal within the actual like text. I, I, I think this it's is going to be an extremely outdated conversation if Brian doesn't post this episode within 24 hours. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> but like, to be fair, this is probably going to get posted like tomorrow morning, right? Oh, okay. All right, all right. All right. Well, we'll let you add it. I mean, then. we haven't had any. We haven't had any uh, drops. But yeah, there's been no dropouts. There's been no issues with uh, the the mechanics of it. I mean, we could post it as is. That'd be. I think. I. I. I think everything we drunk. said was perfectly. <laughs> We, we were so eloquent in everything we said. But Let's do Ven- the outro. Ven- All right, Venom commentary and then outro, then we're good, right? <laughs> All right. Did you see Venom, done. Jordan? No, I, I did not. That's why it would be a first-time viewing, so it would be fascinating. Yeah, no, I think it would be interesting if... Here's the well, thing. how about this? Listeners next year can vote for Venom commentary as the the film we, they did not. Oh my god! Monster. What if we changed it? What if, what if we left both of them the option? No, you like, should so add one. Is, the option is the, the thing that we didn't review, and they could choose that. But also, what would you like a live commentary for? Perfect. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. that's gonna be. That's a terrible idea that's going to end up really hilarious. That sounds kind of fun, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that could be a good time. Um, so here we are. It's the end. We've already given out all the things. Uh, tomorrow is the Oscars. Honestly, this is probably going to post. So today is the Oscars. Hooray. And I just, I, I hope that everyone who listened to this realizes that this is the only award show that matters. Hell yeah. Of course. We've given all the important awards. The Oscars, eh. You know... We gave, I'm still kind of fascinated about a hostless Oscars. That sounds crazy. <laughs> it's 
It's going to be interesting. Um, but the Oscars is the thing that gave the artist an award over the tree of life. life. So, like, yeah. what what does That's that even something. mean? Yeah. What are we doing here? Nothing. Nothing. Why do we give a shit about the Oscars? And um, honestly, we've already answered that. <laughs> it's a, a hilarious little, like, side note of history that at the same time that I have to be like, the Oscars are bullshit. I also have to say it, but the Oscars also have an immense amount of power. And money. Yep. Well, yeah, the money is not... Yeah. And I will say the Oscars, one thing, the Academy does do great work in restoring classic films. So that if all of it's correct. bullshit and doesn't, nothing matters, at least they are doing that. And I have to give it to them. So One of these days, during the Film Stage Awards, I will have the uh, song Stained. <laughs> Yikes. Because <laughs> inside you're ugly. You're ugly like me. Um, I'm on the outside. That will be the thing that happens because... It fits in really well with the Oscars. However, it's not necessary right now. It's over. The Film Stage Awards are over. The most important awards show in cinematic history is done. <laughs> the Line Award for the best movie they told you not to see has been given out. It's time to end it. So let's do the thing where we wrap it up. All right, so you can find us online, Twitter, at Film State Show. Facebook, search for The Film State Show. Go to thefilmstage.com. You can find all of our writing. You can find every episode of this podcast. And, of course, you can find each of us online at a different place. So let's begin. Bill Graham. Uh, you can find me... Trying to figure out who told Michael that Upgrade was a bad movie on Twitter <laughs> at CableBFG. You can also find me on the Slack channel, mixing it up as always. Uh, trying to get the preferential ballot going. That's fun. Of course. All right. We have Michael Snydell. You can find me on Twitter where I will continually be uh, asserting that Upgraded Upgrade is an underrated movie. Uh, and at uh, Letterboxd, uh, where my name is Snydell. So uh, follow me. Don't follow me. Hopefully I'll write a review someday. 87%. <laughs> All right. Jordan Rapp, our benevolent yes. lord and master. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at JPRAUP. And I will be there just shitting all over our podcasts and all the, <laughs> <laughs> and all the bad episodes they do. Just kidding. You guys are great. I love you. I'm so glad I could be on in this kind of culminating episode. Um, for every kind of three or four bad ones you guys do, there's like 48, <laughs> there's 48 great ones. So that, that's really, that's a great ratio. George is like, oh, fuck. This this one. And I will say it's not, they're not bad episodes in the sense they're bad. They're bad in the sense that I don't agree with them and that's different. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. actually like a really open-minded way of looking at things. It is. Um, it is. This is Brian J. Rowan. I have drank a full pint of whiskey tonight. <laughs> Super oh, glad that I was able to make it so all good. Thank you, Brian. Sorry. Go ahead. That's what I'm here for. Uh, Super glad that I was able to make it all the way through this. Um, don't forget to go to Mubi for a free 30 trial. M-U-B-I dot com slash film stage to check out all the great films that they have going on. 
And I can be found on every single goddamn social media site <laughs> at Brian J. Rowan. That is B- Facebook. Mammoth, that is Twitter. That is Instagram. That is Letterboxd. Snapchat? Snapchat? Probably. Peach? <laughs> I don't know. Check it out. See if it's me. All right. Yeah. Plus. Grinder. Grinder? Nope. Not my thing. Thank you, Bill, for pointing that out to me. Um, not sure if even Grinder is a, uh, a social media thing. Um, it anyway, is. <laughs> next week, we're going to be talking about a movie. I don't know what it is. It's It'll be so great. many movies in March. <laughs> Beale Street. Probably Beale Street, honestly, because that's what the uh, the fans have dictated. Our, our first NC-17 movie is coming up, so that's fun. Or it could be How to Train Your Dragon 3. Wait, wait. We, no. we talked about shame, and I feel like that was unrated. Oh, Climax then I was talking about. Climax oh, is not, yeah. that's not 17 though, is it? That's R. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> How can they name a movie Climax and the MPAA not give it an NC-17? Like, that feels it's like R. an automatic. It's R. It is R. It is like R. an automatic NC-17. Just like a, a whole movie that's just called Ejaculation. Violence. It is R. All right, fantastic. Well, we don't know what we're going to be talking about next. But I hope that you're here for it. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us for the Film Stage Awards. And tune in next week. 